0: I'm going to you kill her. You are not her. going to kill her. You're going to kill her. Hold on a second. Forbid that. Well, what ground do you have to kill her? What's the chink in the armor? How'd you come in? We bind you to the Truth on Judgment Day. How did you come into her? She's what fearful. is yours? Excuse me?
1: She's fearful.
0: Fearful? We break the power of the spirit of fear over her. Right now, we lose power, love, and sound mind.
1: Are you ready? Ready?
3: I say, are you ready? Ready for some meat of the word? Praise God. This is another live program. This is Omega Man Radio. I'm your host, Shannon Davis, special guest pastor, James Mobley, back on the program tonight. He's going to be bringing some meat of the word tonight. It's time we graduate from the milk and get into the meat of God. And I praise God for Brother Mobley and the word he's going to be bringing tonight. And uh, please tell a friend about Omega Man Radio. We do a nightly broadcast for those of you who are here for the first time, 8 p.m. Eastern time, Monday through Saturday. I want to welcome you aboard, and let's get Pastor James on the line. Stand by. Pastor James, the microphone is yours. Welcome aboard, brother. Praise the Lord. Well, thank God for another day and another
4: chance to reach out to God's people. Uh, first of all, I think we should have a way to pray Gracious Father, unworthy are we of all of your many blessings that you've already poured out abundantly in our lives. Oh, God, we would never be able to thank you enough for allowing your son to shed his precious blood on Calvary Cross for the remission of our sin. We thank you, oh, Father, that he has died and has risen. You have risen him, Father, for our salvation, our healing, and delivery. Oh, God, we ask you, oh, God, to. Just minister to each and every need tonight. We bind the principalities, powers, world rulers, spiritual wickedness in high places. We cut off all the powers of darkness in Jesus' name by the authority that the Lord has given us to tread upon serpents, scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy. We rebuke all these wicked spirits that would interfere with the lives of any individual that the Lord has chosen to hear and receive blessings from his word tonight. We ask you, O oh God, to, in Jesus' name, bring victory, enlighten, open eyes, and understand fill everyone up with the knowledge of your will. Father, we pray that you would be a God of bowels for your people tonight and minister to every need. You and you alone, O oh God, can rescue and bring your people out. We thank you for this. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. We're going to get ready to go into the Word of God. Uh, Shannon asked me to share uh, information with you. Uh, The name of the church is called Out Assembly Church. We uh, meet at 1370 West North Avenue, New Melrose Park, Illinois, 60160. Our telephone number there is 708-446-9745. We meet on Sundays at 11 o'clock and on Tuesdays at 7. And I tell you, the Lord has really, really been doing some work in our lives uh, and preaching some messages, and the Lord is just constantly being uh, uh, gracious to us and merciful to us and bringing us out of the abundance that the enemy has managed over the years to uh, get us trapped in. And tonight we're going to be talking in an area, about an area tonight that the enemy has managed to just bind up the body of Christ in, and that is unbelief. Now, I know that there are just many that just cannot begin to think about believers with spirits of unbelief. But there are many believers that are bound by unbelief. Uh, Unbelief is defined as refuse to accept and appropriate God's truth, to refuse and accept and appropriate God's truth. I'm not talking about something that uh, 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 is found out by individuals going into the Word of God and twisting the Word of God and trying to make it uh, uh, found uh, or trying to pull things out that are not there. That's one of the reasons why I invite you, and as I do, our believers at our place, week to week, to be those Berean Christians, take you some pens and jot the verses down and go back and search those things out and make sure that they are true. Because you need to be able to build on a good, solid rock. Those that hear the word and do what the word says, the Bible says, build on that good, solid rock, and, and when the storm and rain, which is going to come, you will be able to stand that storm. Also, the Word of God said the entrance of the Word give light and give understanding to the simple. The Word of God will help us to begin to understand if we are willing to accept and, and appropriate God's Word. Uh, the enemy, as I said, has managed to really just bind God's people up with unbelief and especially in the era of deliverance. Some may ask why is it that there's such a need to preach about deliverance because it has not been preached about for so long. And there are just so many of God's people that need help. I think that one of the uh, uh, men that I think I may be seen uh, at one of the meetings ain't been long, I believe he told me he was all the way from England and he could not find any place in England, I believe it was, to get help, to get ministry. Now, that is really a bad situation. Individuals should be able to, in every neighborhood, in every church, go and find out truth and search God's word out and get the freedom and deliverance that they need. Many talk about delivering, but when it comes down to really what the Bible calls deliverance, it is really no deliverance. Sometimes people are even getting messed up. If you would, for starters, turn your Bibles to the book of Hebrew chapter uh, 13. Hebrew chapter 13. A verse here we want to uh, look at and it says Christ the same, Jesus Christ the same, yesterday and today and forever. Many will look at some of the passages that We share about deliverance and about uh, evil spirits, especially when it comes down to believers. And they said that that was in that day, and those individuals uh, hadn't received a a Holy Spirit. Maybe they wasn't really, their salvation wasn't complete. There are many, many things that individuals use to try to discredit this ministry. And even though the church is full of people that need deliverance. Uh, uh, Christ is the same today, yesterday, and forever. One of the passages I believe, over there, he says, I am the Lord thy God and I don't change. You know, as we look at today the wickedness and ungodly things that are going on in this earth and are also going on in the church, how can we not believe that the church got some serious, serious problems? Now, I'm not here to criticize the church because I am a part of the church. But I do intend to show through the word of God there is a real need that the church line up with the teaching of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and get the freedom that we need. The word of God tells us in the book of Hebrew, chapter uh, uh, 4 and verse 6. We'll turn there right quickly. Hebrew, chapter 4 and 6. I believe it is. I'm sorry, 11 and 6, I'm sorry, Hebrew chapter 11 and verse 6. And he said, without faith it is impossible to please God or to please him. For he that cometh to God must first believe that he is and that he is a reward of all them that diligently seek him. Without faith, he said, it is impossible to please God. Here's another little passage of scripture just to kind of lay some foundation for where we're going in the book of First Corinthians, chapter ten. This is a description of what happened to God's people after they had been brought out of the of Egypt. Just one verse here we to look at, but you uh, sometime later take some time and just read this whole chapter, study this this book, and. Look at what the word of God had to say about the people of God that come out of that bondage from under the the bondage of the Egyptians and refuse to believe the Lord and drive those elements out. Now, he says in verse 11, now all these things happen unto them, for example, and they are written for our admonition uh, upon whom the end of the world has come. Other words, for our warning, that we don't fall after the same example that they've fallen unto the enemy wants us to not to believe what God's word has to say about especially about this era. I mean the enemy looks at us as his house, and no wonder he would do everything he can not to get kicked out just as. Most of us would, you know, most of us would do anything not to get kicked out of our home. Well, he looks at us as his house, and he wanna, he to remain in there. If you would also turn right back to the book of Hebrew, chapter 3. Hebrew, chapter 3, uh, uh, the Lord began to deal with this manner a little farther here. Hebrew, chapter 3. If you would drop down to verse seven, he said, "Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost says today, if you will hear His voice, it's important that we hear what the Spirit of the Lord is really saying to us as believers and to the church. They had a real problem. They didn't really hear what the Lord was saying to them so today." You uh, If you would hear his voice, heart not your heart as in provocation in the days of temptation in the wilderness. In other words, they did not believe, Israel did not believe what God worried had said. He didn't believe that the Lord would going uh, take care of them and they could go in and, and, and deal with this enemy. They had a problem. They had a problem with unbelief. Uh, also hardness, which is pride. He says, harden not your heart. When your father tempted me and proved me and saw my work for years, they saw the wonders of God. They saw over and over how the Lord provided for them and, and ministered to them and helped them and delivered them. And still, yet, the Bible said they tempted him for all those years. Look at verse 10. Wherefore, I was grieved with that generation and said, they always, they, they do always err. They get off track. See why we need to uh, appropriate God's truth and follow God's truth and accept His word and believe His word? Because if not, we get in error. We, we get off track. Uh, they err in their heart. In other words, they begin to wonder. Uh, they 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 begin to wonder. They err it in their heart, and they has not known my way. When we don't believe what God's word says, when we don't accept the truth of God's word and follow Him in dealing with our enemies, we do not understand how God really do things. Many times, He so said they did not. Know my way. They wondered. And when we wonder, we get in trouble. They were ignorant of God. The Lord intended the for them to go in, as you see over and over in the Word of God, and they were to drive their enemies out. Many times, individuals that think they know, you know, and understand, but if you remember, I believe it's Isaiah 55 8 through 9. The word of God says uh, uh, our ways are not God ways. They are higher from heaven and earth is apart. So we just got to really understand and begin to uh, 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 get rid of all the hardness and pride and all of that stuff, all that earthly wisdom and all the false teaching, and just take a real good hard look at God's word and accept it for what it is. The word of God tells us, He says that. God's ways is higher than earth is from our ways and his ways. The enemy, because they did not know God's way, they, because they did not believe the Lord and follow him and kick the enemy out, they never was really able to learn God's way. And he says in verse, I'm coming back to the 10th verse, but he said, and I, and I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter. Into my rest. In other words, the people of God was never able to relax. They was never able to rest. And you know what the outcome of not being able to rest? You know pretty much what the outcome of that is. And he said, Take heed, brethren. If any of you be any, let there be in any of you a evil heart of unbelief and departing from the living God. See, the danger of not really accepting these truths, accepting what the Word of God says, it calls us to depart from the living God. He said, Exalt one another daily, why it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. See, the danger of not accepting God's Word for what it says and looking in the Word of God and building on that sound, sound, sound foundation, we, we end up, as the word of God says, be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Now, I mentioned, we're coming back to that verse 10, he talked about, wherefore, I was grieved with that generation and said, they do always error in their heart and has not known my way. Well, look in the book of uh, Psalm chapter 18. Now, David... Here was a man after God's own heart. He was one that the Lord said was a man after my own heart. But look here at this man. Now, I know a lot of people say, well, that was before man really received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and, and, and that was before Jesus came. The only thing that is different for those guys was they looked to the Lord. They looked to the cross. We look back. Many would say, well, that's, that's they tried to discredit those individuals, but those were some powerful individuals back in that day. David stood up against Goliath. They saw some mighty, mighty work. I, I mean, if those individuals could be bound, you know, uh, uh, why not us? And the scriptures do show that the believers are bound with many, many things in their life, and they need to get rid of them. Now, uh, uh, in the book of Psalm. Chapter, chapter 18, listen at what uh, 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 David began to cry out to the Lord. He said, I will love the Lord. I will love the O Lord, my strength. My strength comes from you other words. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my God. He said, you are the one that deliver me, my strength, and whom I will trust, my butler, the horn of my salvation, my high tower. You are my deliverer. You are my rescue." You are the one that I trust in. I, 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 I. You are my shield. He says, I will call upon oh, the Lord whose word to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. The sorrows of death have compassed me. The floods of ungodly men has made me afraid. The sorrows of hell compassed me about. Snails and death prevented me. Now here's some Harvard thing that is coming up on this man that after God own hard. In my distress, I called on the Lord. I cried and and cried unto my God. He heard my voice out of his temple, and my cry came before him, even into his ears. Then the earth shook, tremble, The foundation of the hills was moved and was shaken because of, of, of because he was wrath, because his wrath. In other words, the Lord was wrath,
2: and I, now. Now,
4: this comes from him calling on his rock. Well, he told uh, Peter over there in the book of Matthew, he said, Upon this rock I will build my church, and the very gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Drop down to verse 30 for time's sake. Look at what else was going on here. In verse 30, he said, As for God, his way is perfect. Remember over there in the book of Hebrews, we talked about Hebrews uh, over there, 3 and 10. He said they didn't know God's weight. But he said, for, for God, his weight is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler unto those that trust in him. You know, he said he's a butler. In other words, a, a small, round shield for those that trust in him. For who is who is God, say, the Lord who is our rock, say Save our God. Save save our God. He said look at verse thirty two. It, it is God that girdish me with strength. He make my way perfect. Now he's the one that give me the strength to deal with these things. Now remember the early part of this chapter, he was pretty much overwhelmed. He was at the point where this stuff was just ruining him and he needed help from the Lord. Look at what he said, knowing God's way and learning God's way is perfect, and he's the strength. He girded me with strength. He made my way perfect. He is the one that is able to perfect his children. He made my feet like hind feet. He set me up on high places. In other words, he is the one that exalts God's children. See, without this freedom, without the blessing of deliverance, as he cried out for in in, in in the early part of this chapter, verse two. Matter of fact, God's people will not really receive these blessings. Look at the next verse here, verse thirty-four. He teach my hand to walk, so that a bow of steel is broken. Here, when we follow God's way, he do not allow us to just sit back and do nothing, allow this enemy to get away with all of the stuff that he's trying to do in the lives of God's people and in the midst of the church. The Lord give us strength. uh, 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 The Lord uh, uh, give us what we need, and he teach my hand to walk. He teach God's people how to fight. Now, Israel... Really didn't learn how to fight because they didn't believe what God's Word said. They just really kind of wandered in the wilderness for all those years. But and sisters, if you want to learn to defeat the enemy, look at what the Word of God says about the deliverance ministry and, 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 and begin to obey the Word and build on that solid foundation and you will begin to be, become stronger and stronger. There are many believers going will be strong believers. But brothers and sisters, there's no way we're going to receive the strength that we need until the Lord begins to break the power of abundance in our life. He says uh-uh. he, he, he's strengthened him so that he's able to break that steel broken by my arm. Listen at this next verse. Thou hast also given me the shield of thy salvation. Now, this is talking about when he began to follow God's way and get in that battle, uh, of salvation. And thy right hand has holding me up, and thy gentleness has made me great. In other words, the Lord defended him, the Lord supplied him, and the Lord was gentle with him. Thou hast enlarged my step under me, that my did not slip. In other words, the, uh, the believers, when they are in battle, brothers and sisters, regard to whatever thing may seem like, they are secure in Jesus Christ. And men don't really understand and learn this until they begin to get in that battle and learn God's way. He said, I have pursued my enemy and has overtaken them. Neither did I turn again till they were consumed. And where he was able to conquer, he was able to have victory over the enemy, brothers and sisters, by learning God's way and by following that perfect way that the Lord that, that way that the Lord led him in the battle. He says, "I have wounded them that they are not able to rise; they are fallen under my feet." That is exactly where the enemy need to be, for thou has girded me with strength unto the battle. Thou hast subdued unto me those that rose up. In other words, you are our strength, O oh God. You are a God of balance. Many really don't understand that God is a real God of balance. And he wants he to battle his enemies. He wants us to learn to fight. As David said, he teach my hand to walk. And he strengthened me so that that piece of steel was broken. Verse 40, he said, Thou has given me the necks of my enemies, that I might destroy them that hate me. But instead of like the word of God talks about in Lamentation over there, i mean five, when our neck is under the persecutor, and they don't give us any rest. But this thing can be turned around if we go God's way. Our, our foot will be on the necks of the enemy, brothers and sisters. He said, verse 41, they cried. But that was man to save them, even unto the Lord. I've seen many times demons that were so furious and so angry, and many times, hollering I never come out, and what they're not going to do. They're going to win even on and all that stuff. But when you keep battling them with the word of God and with the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, they cry out for help to Satan. They cry out to the demons. And many times I've seen them cry out, even unto the Lord, but he answered them not. He said, Then I beat them as small as the dust before the wind, and I did cast them out at the dirt of the street. This is exactly where these enemies that are destroying marriage, that are destroying the church, that are destroying homes and families, that are destroying children, that are destroying the husband, that are destroying the pastor, that are destroying the wives, this is exactly where they need to be. We need every individual that is a part of the church to get in this battle and begin to beat this in and then down as the word of God said, like the dust in the street. And we can do this. We can begin to understand the Lord will teach us how to battle. He will teach us how to fight. He will teach us and strengthen us so that we can be strong enough to do this. Look at that verse forty three. He said, Thou has delivered me from the striving of other people. Thou hast made me the head of the heathen, and the people whom have I known shall serve me. In other words, the Lord will deliver, and our God will be exalted. Verse 44, as soon as they hear of me, they shall obey me, and, and strangers shall, shall submit unto me. other words, this enemy will submit. He said, the strangers shall fade away and be afraid out of In other words, instead of God's people's terrified, the enemy, he's talking about the enemy that they was to drive out, would be terrified. Look at verse 46. The Lord liveth, and blessed be thy rock. In other words, that rock again. And and let, let the God of my salvation be exalted. He said, it is God that avenged me and subdued. The people's enemy. In other words, it is divine vengeance. The Lord will to take vengeance on his enemy. He delivered me from my enemies. Yea, thou lifted me up above those that rise up against me. Thou hast delivered me from violent men. He delivered. He exalted. Brothers and sisters, what he talking about? He exalted. In other words, we are in a higher position. He is our helper. See, we need to learn God's way. Many are just I think that they, they can't do anything about the enemy that are, are putting pressure on them, that they have to live with this burden, they got to live with these fears, the lust, rebellion, the hard uh, ha the, the stiff necked, and all the other garbage that are going on in people's lives. Look at verse 49. I will give thanks unto you, to thee, O Lord, among the heathen, and sing praises unto thy God. Great deliverance gave he to the king and showed mercy unto his anointed. He gave isn't that great deliverance. He 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 got great deliverance. But since so the Lord wants to accept God's word, He wants to get the freedom that we need so that we can enjoy the blessing of the Lord. Now again in a uh, 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 Hebrew chapter. Chapter three and verse twelve he, he he tells us that we need to take heed. In other words, we need to be aware lest we fall after the same example of unbelief that that they fell after. He's warning us. He said, Take heed, brethren. He said, Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an a evil heart of unbelief and departing from the living God that things don't deteriorate in our life, that enemy wants us to depart from the living God. Turn the Bible to the book of Mark, chapter 16. Now, I, I mention this, these has kind of frequently sometimes when I, I'm, I'm ministering about deliverance, and you say maybe why you need to mention it so when The Bible says faith cometh by hearing, and that by the word of God. We need to get in the Word of God and read God's word and hear God's word until we begin to believe what God's word says. Now, this was uh, uh, Jesus Christ after he had uh, uh, risen from the dead. Now, you would think that if anybody was with Jesus and, and uh, in school for three years, they would have learned the very basic. Jesus came to heal the sick, whether well, he came to preach the gospel, to heal the sick, and to cast out devils. And to die and be raised again from the dead. Now he had explained that to them, but the enemies do everything he can to try to block the believers from these these blessed truths. Now listen at what he says in in Mark 16 verse 14. He said, afterward he appeared unto the eleven as they sat at meat. He upbraided them with their unbelief. He strongly rebuked them. He strongly rebuked the leaven because of their unbelief and hardness of heart. Now, hardness represents pride. They still was bothered with unbelief. Now, you know if anybody was believers, it, sh- it was the twelve. It was those that he had chosen to uh, uh, go and preach the gospel and heal the sick. Well, those 11 uh, after Judas had transgressed and whatnot, he said, they still. And are still dealing with unbelief and hardness of heart, because they believe not them which had seen him after he had risen. Now he had told them this is what's going to happen. They had, they had died and whatnot. and now he's risen, and they still was dealing with unbelief and hardness of heart. And look at what he says here. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Go and preach this good news to every creature, every creature, because every creature needs the blessing of, of this freedom. They need the gospel that brings salvation. They need the gospel that brings healing. They need the gospel that brings deliverance. He said, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And these sons shall follow them that believe. These are the sons that follow them that believe. Are we really believers? Are we a church full of believers or unbelievers? Now, this is what it says. I These signs shall follow them that believe. Now, I don't know about you. When I'm traveling and I'm going to a different state or somewhere where I don't know where I'm going, I like to see a sign saying I'm headed in that direction. I don't want to drive for uh, uh, hours and whatnot and find out that I has went all together in a different direction than I thought I was going. He said, these signs shall follow them that believe. Now, I was talking to one of my cousins maybe a year or so ago, and I mentioned to him, I said, well, the first sign that follows believers is that it's in my name they cast out devils. And he went there and read it. He said, you know, all these times I've been reading this, but I never really saw that. I never really picked that up. And instance, many of the ministers, uh, they are good ministers, they are ministers doing all they know, they just don't understand and whatnot, but many of them just skip over these passages. If you look in the commentaries, I've just deliberately looked in commentaries to see what some of them have to say. They just break that out. There's nothing said about verses like this many times. And these sons shall follow them that believe in my name, they shall cast out devil, they will speak with new tongues. First one, they cast out devils. The second one, they speak with new tongues. Now, the, the spiritual gifts is far today. I know some don't believe that. But the first one, they cast out devils. The second one, they, 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 they speak with new tongues, and then they lay out every six. These are things that the Word of God says that believers should be doing. The enemy do not word us. Brothers and sisters, he do not word us to believe what God's word said. Now, Jesus went over and said, you know, go and preach this good news to every creature, every individual, need this good news. Look in the book of Psalm 1. Here's a little passage of scripture I want to read to you. In Psalm 1, look at what the word of God says. He said, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Now, this uh, can mean individuals that are just not living the godly life that they mean, and also it can be sinners. Now stand in the way of sinners, now sit in the seat of the storm for one that's just making mouth, really. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and his law does he meditate day and night. In word uh, uh one that really loves the word of God, I beg you to begin to get in the scriptures and begin to take a real good look and study the word of God and meditate on it. You will understand began to understand this ministry and and the very need of it. You know, Jesus came, and a third of his ministry was given to dealing with the evil spirit. He says, verse verse 3, And he shall be like a tree planted by the river of water that bringeth forth fruit in its season. His leaves shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. You know, I believe it's only the book of Deuteronomy, uh, uh, I believe it's maybe chapter 4 and uh, down in there, he talks about that they were to go and do the follow Jesus Christ, his word, and whatnot, so things would go well with them. He said, the ungodly is not so, but are like the sheep with the wind drives away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in judgment, uh, not stand in the congregation of the righteous. The Lord know the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Now, he's really just saying... We are not to walk in ungodly counsel. We need to look at what the Word of God says. There are many that discourage God's people or try to discourage God's people when it comes down to the deliverance ministry, especially when it comes down to believers needing uh, a deliverance. I heard a preacher say once I went to minister at a place where they really hadn't been accustomed to doing and ministering to the people of God, but after he had taken a little look at it, he said, if you don't really believe in deliverance, you can't really believe the Bible. And he was right, you know, because God is a deliverer. He wants a Bible for his people. He wants his people to be free. Israel failed to obey the law because of unbelief. Look in Deuteronomy chapter 4, I believe it is. They failed to, to obey the laws because of unbelief. Uh, verse twenty one, four and twenty one, furthermore, the Lord were angry with me for your sake, and swore that I should not go over Jordan, and that I should not go into the good land with the Lord thy God giveth thee for an
0: inheritance.
4: They 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 they, they, wouldn't, they were not even able to go in cause of that unbelief. Turn right back to to uh, Deuteronomy chapter warm and look at what the word of god says the word of god as i say is a lamp and a light and we need we need this book we need the word of god because there are so many things that are coming after the enemy doing everything he can to trip god's people up and pull them away from the plan the real blessing the enemy don't want you to learn he don't want you to understand he don't want you to understand that you have power to tread upon this enemy that you have power to to kick him out in Jesus' name. He don't want the believers to understand and recognize who he is, recognize that he's the one parading many times in the church with religious spirits and doctrines of demons and all kinds of different stuff that are going on right in the middle of the church and whatnot. Look at verse uh, 28. He says, Where shall we go up? Our brother has discouraged our hearts, saying, the people is greater and taller than we. They wouldn't go up. They said they are taller than we. But the enemy will always try to make us afraid, but the word of God tells us that we are not to be dismayed. The Lord will help us. He will strengthen us. He will take weak individuals like worms. the word of God, said Isaiah 41, and give us flesh and teeth to move those mountains. These enemies is mountains uh, that greater and taller than we are. Cities are great. And walk up to heaven. Moreover, we have seen the son of Anakin there. Then I said unto you, dread not, neither be afraid of them. See, the word of God is saying, listen here, uh, don't be scared of them. It was unbelief that, that stopped them. Read a little further up in that chapter, you will see. I don't have time to go all up through that. Neither be afraid of them. The enemy going to do everything he can. Remember Goliath? That enemy was a big man. And he did everything to make God's people afraid. He saw David, only his brother, that should have been encouraging him, uh, uh, slandered him, and did everything he could to stop him. But he didn't allow this enemy to cause him to be dismayed. Brothers and sisters, we need to recognize that our God is bigger than anything that we will ever come up against. He wants the church to recognize that I am your God. He wants the church to recognize that upon this rock I build my church, and the very gates of hell shall not prevail. That the church has the authority, power to break the gates of hell and begin to slash those souls out. He said unto them, "Dread not, neither be afraid of them. The Lord your God is, is Lord your God, which go before you. In other words, He has already went before. He leads, He guides." You know, I've heard so many over all the years that I've been ministering deliverance, a leader even say, you've got to be careful. He, he, he really began to try to make people feel afraid when they began to talk about, uh, individuals began to talk about deliverance ministry. But Jesus taught the people as one that has authority, not as the scribes and the Pharisees. The what if God says in Luke 10, that it came, behold, I give you power to tread upon serpents, scorpions over all of the power of the enemy, and nothing will by enemy hurt you. He says, your law that go before you, God go before you, he shall fight for you according to all that he did for you in Egypt before your eyes. Now, he wanted them to participate in this. He wanted them to go in and drive the enemy out, but they were afraid because they were thieves. We don't have to be afraid of his enemy. We don't have to be afraid of his threat. We don't have to be afraid of the road. We don't have to be afraid of the line, the bar, and all of the stuff that he, he, he manifests himself uh, 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 in, in accord with. He said, the Lord go before you according to all that he did for you in Egypt before your eyes. Well, you may say, or some may say, that was for Egypt, for the children of Israel. Well, the Bible tells us that our God is no respected person. Our God fights for those that will repent. Our God still stands up for those that need help. When the enemy is too strong for us, brothers and sisters, you can believe me that the Lord steps in and bow. I remember uh, a year or so ago, a few years ago, when uh, they made a big, big to-do. They was talking about it over the airways when the date from the sixth month, the sixth day, and the sixth year, and all that stuff. And whatnot, well, we just happened to have service that night. When well, we went and had our service just a normal old way and was preaching and whatnot, and then we got through and was doing deliverance, and we was praying for one individual there, and those wicked spirits were so mad, he was cursing God, cursing me, and cursing. And then he looked up in the top of the building in the church, and he began to curse Satan. He began to curse all of the demons, the wicked angels, because they wouldn't come through and help him. He said, we supposed to be having a party tonight, but instead of having a party, he was taking one of the beatings of his life because of believers, you know, not trusting in themselves, but in the name of Jesus Christ, coming against, rebuking, and commanding him to come out. Look at verse 31. And in the willingness where thou hast seen how that the Lord thy God has, has bore thee, uh, boy, the, as a man does bore his son. In a word, he supports his children. The Lord will support his children when it comes down to doing things his way. Many times the reason why God's people are not really getting the help that they need is because they are not finding God's way. They are, they are not doing things God's way. They are not co- becoming uh, men and women of the battle uh, uh, way. That's we that that we went until we came into this place look at this look at this next verse here he said yet in this thing ye did not believe the lord your god see the people of god even after the lord had brought them out had delivered them from out of pharaoh's hand which is a type of salvation brought them out when they was to go in and kick these enemies out brothers and sisters which is some of the same thing that we must deal with. The prejudice, the genocide, the Amorite, and the Moabites, and all those wicked demons are just stuff that believers have to deal with. Moab and Benjamin represent drunkenness, alcohol, and, 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 and incest, and perversion, and all that stuff. Well, those enemies are still out here today. They have just so much immorality and stuff that are just running rampant in the middle of the church, and the stuff is not being kicked out. People are trying to fast and, you know, keep them under control and whatnot, but demons need to be kicked out. Leaders are falling because of these bundles. I know many leaders that have fallen into adultery and stuff because of these bondages, and they still, men, don't believe that they're in there. He said, verse 33, he said, Who went in, in, in the way before you and sent you out a place to pitch your tent in the fire by night, and showed thee by the way that you should go, in the cloud by day. In other words, he protected them and led them by the cloud and by the, by the fine light and sisters. Our God is the same today, yesterday, and forever. If you would, turn right over to the book of Exodus. Exodus chapter 23. This is God's word. You know, n- nothing, I believe, can really take the place of God's words. I believe if you look in the Word of God, when the children of Israel had gotten off track, when the gate, when the walls was being built up in Nehemiah, the Word of God said they got back there, and they, their families and all of them got together, and they stood before the priest, I believe it was, and he read our God's law so they could get things on track, so they could see things really Clear so that the law would do work in their life from morning to noon. So many times, you know, we're not willing to take a real good heart and look at the word of God. We need the word of God, which is a lamp, light, is a hammer, is a fire. It is something that will break down those walls that the enemy has. And the book of Exodus, chapter 23, look at verse 22. 23 and verse 22. He said, But if you shall indeed obey his voice, and do all that I speak. Then I will be an enemy unto thy enemy. We need the law to protect us. We need to obey the word of God in driving this enemy out, in ministering to the, to the believers and to the, uh, uh, those that belong to Jesus Christ. Now, these were God's people. He said, I will be an enemy to thy enemy, and an adversary unto your adversary." For my angels shall go before thee. A lot of people don't really believe that the Lord will send those angels. That was something that happened in their past. But there have been just many times we'll cry out according to Hebrew chapter 114 for the Lord to send minister angels to minister through the saints. And uh, the David really hated. He said, My angels shall go before thee and bring thee unto the, uh, uh, the Amorite and unto the Hivite, the Preservite, the Canaanite, the Hivite, the Jebusite, and I will cut them off. Now, these, if you would go and look at and really define these nations and whatnot, some of them represent pride, some of them represent stiff-neckedness, some of them represent love, some of them represent uh, the, uh, 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 the uh, prosperity stuff, all kinds of stuff. They represent these th- things. So we need to go and run these enemies out so that we can receive a blessing. Look at verse 25, for time's sake. Ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water. See, if we follow the Lord and do things his way, he said bless us. And he said, I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. You look in the body of Christ today, individuals are just sick and sick, and they get sicker and they get sicker, and men are just not willing to take a look at these things. I saw a lady that I had been knowing for years. She had some serious problems with with some uh uh informative spirit and it had a a of family that was that was other than a family line that had problem with this thing and I tried to share with her that this uh was well, a curse you know when you find the same thing begin to come down the bloodline over and over you it is a curse on the family and she said well it, 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 it's not on me no more it, it's double on me. And, and still yet, she was having a problem. Well, eventually, that was amputations and other problems come on. But what if she had to just uh, maybe sought the Lord and, 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 and sought this thing? You never know what the outcome would have been. The Lord want us to do these things. He said, i take sickness from them from among you. He said, and there shall nothing cast that young, no miscarriage, no mass, uh, 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 nor barren in the land. The number of that days were fulfilled. And what I give you longevity, many of God's people are, are dying way before that time. Now, listen here. Now, if you go dying for the gospel's sake, and the enemy is just uh, uh, deterred to take you out, receive that modest crown and go home to be with Jesus. But other than that, we should live long life. He said, I will send my fear before thee, and I will destroy all the people whom thou shalt come, and I will make all thy enemies to turn their back unto thee. The Lord will bow for his people. When, when we learn his way, he will bow and he will make the enemy turn his back. The believers will not have to be running. We will have the lot fight. Look at this next verse. I will send the hundred before thee. The demons hate keepers. Many times we cry out to the Lord to allow a hundred of the Lord to go in God's army and drive those wicked demons out, and that is exactly what happened. The word of God said, Christ the same day for same day yesterday and forever." I believe Psalm one nineteen and one sixty. He said, "Every one of his righteous judgment, his sickness, endure forever." So God's word don't change. You know this was the, the 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 foundation for for the for the ministry of deliverance. Look at verse twenty nine. I would not drive them out before thee. And one year left, the land become desolate, and the beast of the field will multiply against thee. Many want to just go up and lift up their hand and take a couple of shivers or jerks or whatnot and walk away and say, I'm free. And that's what people have been promised. But the Lord say that this stuff is not going to be dealt with all at once. You know, if the Lord really gave many of God's people all the freedom that they need, they wouldn't even know themselves. Their life would be drastically changed. They, they, they wouldn't be familiar with the, what, what's going on in their life because most uh, much of what they are dealing with is demonic personalities, anger, fears, and rebellion, and hard heartedness, and all kinds of stuff. Uh, uh, he said, I will not drive them out from before thee in one year, lest the land be desolate. That's a whole new message in itself. Desolate. other words, destroy and ruin. The beast of the field will multiply against thee. But little by little I will drive them out from before thee until thou be increased and inherit the land. And I will set the boundary from the Red Sea unto the Sea of the Philistines and from the desert and the river unto uh, uh, the river. And I will deliver their habitation into uh, the land into your hand, and thou shalt drive them out. Well, what do Mark 16 say? cast out devil with to drive them out in Jesus' name. Thou shalt make no covenant with them, nor with thy God. They shall they not dwell in thy land, lest they make thee sin against me. For if thou serve thy God, it will surely be a snap. See, as these enemies are left, they will cause God people to sin against him. Turn right quick to the book of Numbers, and then we're going to Go on and begin to look at a few other things. Numbers chapter three. I think this. Let me see. Is that what else.
3: And if you're just tuning in, you're listening to a Mega Man Radio Network. We've got Pastor James Mobley on tonight of Assembly. Excuse me, the Called Out Assembly Church in Chicago, Illinois. This is a live program, and uh, we're coming up to the top of the uh, the hour where we'll take a break, and then we'll be back with part two of this sermon tonight. Let me give it back to you, Pastor James.
4: Okay. Uh, Numbers chapter 23. Numbers chapter... No,
3: 33, I believe it Hold on, is. Numbers 33. What you know, that's one of my about, favorite yeah, uh, chapters, Pastor James. Numbers 33. Yes, sir. 53, okay. Number 33,
4: 53. He said... You shall dispossess the habit in other words he said you got to in order for us to possess something a possessor, you got to kick him out. You got to dispossess. You shall dispossess the inhabitants of that land and shall dwell therein, for I have given you the land to possess. Look at verse fifty five for time's sake. You will not drive them out, drive drive out the habitation of the land from before you I'm saying if you will not drive out the habitation of the land which before you, then Then it shall come to pass that those that you let remain shall be pricked in your eyes and thrown in your side, and they will vex you in the land where you go. Moreover, it shall come to pass that I shall do unto you as I thought to do unto them. In other words, the judgment will come back to us. That's why we need to look at God's word and get in the word of God and flesh this out so that we can really take a real good look at what the Word of God says, so that we can begin to receive the freedom. There are people's children desperately need deliverance. They're telling me, children are thinking about committing suicide. Many times they're not telling their parents. They're thinking about running away from home. Many of them are terrified. They're terrified of all the things that are around you. Oh, many of them are trying to act tough. Many of them are terrified to go to school because they are afraid of the gangs, the murders, and all the rapes and all the difficult stuff that's going on. They are terrified. They're lying to rule by fear. Many of the parents are fearful. Parents are afraid that their children is not coming back home. Well, God did not give up the spirit of fear, in the word of God said. Timothy had it. He was a man of God. Timothy had fear. Second Timothy one seven. God has not given you the spirit of fear. If God didn't give them to us, who did give them to us? We need to drive out these fears. Fears
3: will, will, will cause many, many problems in the life of the believers.
5: Are you ready Amen for a break?
3: Yes, sir. We're going to take a break. And, uh, you know, Pastor James, uh, the Lord impressed that on my heart uh, as well tonight. Yeah. You know, so many people are gripped by fear. You know, the spirit of fear, folks is sent by Satan to attack and paralyze Christians so they will be ineffective for Jesus during their lifetimes and they'll sit on the sidelines instead of reporting to the front lines wearing their full Ephesians 6 armor with the sword of the Spirit drawn so they can attack the enemy. And uh, I hope you've been enjoying this. We're going to be back with part two of this sermon right after this break. And uh, I also have another um, confirmation of your word tonight. I'm going to play it right now. Here we go. All right, and we're back on a live show tonight. We've got Pastor James Mobley. He's pastor of Called Out Assembly Church in Chicago, Illinois. They meet every Sunday at 11 a.m. and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. And if you'd like to contact him and support his ministry or get out there and worship with him locally, their phone number is 708-446-9745. Let's get Pastor James back on the line. Pastor James, welcome back to the program. Let me give you the microphone back.
4: A lot. This unbelief also can be caused by uh, uh, hardness and some other things, as I mentioned. Seeing one of the one of the roots in the Book of Matthew, even Jesus Himself. You will never find, uh, I believe, a greater preacher that was more thorough and understood the Word of God any better than Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. He he preached the Word of God. He preached it so men and women that would repent and, 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 and confess their sins and whatnot to understand, and they would become righteous. But in the book of Matthew, chapter 13, and verse uh, 15, he talks a little bit about that unbelief. He talks about it is sin, really, that caused uh, 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 this unbelief. He said, for for this people's heart has waxed growth. A word, their heart had been changed. Sin, if it's not dealt with in the life of God, people, if they're not repenting and won't turn around, their heart becomes gross. That can become a real problem. Now, yet you remember over in the book of Daniel, Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar, the king, he got lifted up in pride, and there are just so many that I got lifted up in pride. Many times when you listen at many of the uh, well-meaning leaders, they, they, they are so lifted up in pride that they're just really full of leviathan. because a bright light go before them. They are always exalting themselves and talking about what I has done and, and all this stuff. Well, we can't do anything. Only Jesus Christ can do work. I am nobody. I, I don't even deserve to be in the ministry. Uh, there are many more individuals, probably much more qualified than I am, but the Lord put me in the ministry. And it's only because of the grace of God. Without the Lord Jesus Christ, I can do nothing. I am nobody. But what, what that what that hardness uh, what that grossness would do in one life, as it talks about in the book of Daniel, I believe it. He, he talks about it. That grossness will call Daniel four sixteen. It calls the king hard to turn from man to beast. Now, what will happen if we don't deal with the sin in our lives? We will become, our heart will become so hard, it will begin to take on the heart of a beast. I love the scripture of what, what that is. In the book of Second Peter, chapter chapter uh, uh, 2, verse 11, he said, The angels, which are great in power and might, bring not a railing accusation before them, before the Lord. The angels didn't just get up and bring railing accusation, but these are natural brutes. In other words, they they didn't come against them in their own power. They just came against them in the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, but these are natural brute breeds made to be taken and destroyed. They speak evil of the thing that they understand not, and they shall utterly perish in their own corruption. When hard become gross, when hard become gross, individuals begin to speak against the thing that they understand not, and they really will perish. They take on that brute beast spirit. Well, this is what Jesus was dealing with over and over when he dealt with the religious people because they had allowed sin to get in their lives and not dealt with it. Their heart got so hard they didn't really believe. He said their ears are dull of hearing. In other words, it was a real problem for them to hear the true gospel, the word of God. He said their eyes have they closed. They close their eyes to the Word of God, lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their heart and should understand with their heart and should be converted and I will heal them. Well see, what happened when sin get in life, they begin to deteriorate, grossness come in, spiritual deafness come in, spiritual blindness is exactly what had happened in their life hard-hearted, their heart was impotent, their hard-hearted was there. So nothing was able to really, nobody was able to really get through them. That's what suited them. That's why we need to repent and hear what God's word says and and, and take a good look at the word of God and begin to get our life back on track. They uh, were not able to see the spiritual thing. They did not have the discernment that they needed. They did not have that, that, that cultivated heart. Their heart was hard. They had that hardness of heart. Now, these are problems. These can cause many problems. As I mentioned, grossly called one heart to be changed from heart of man to beast. Uh, also, spiritual definite in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 12, verse uh, uh, verse 2, he talks about uh, uh, his people were a rebellious people. They had ears to hear and wouldn't hear. And, and, and whatnot, that's where what happens when God's people really become deaf. They may have ears to hear, but we're not here. Zechariah 7 and 11, they refuse to hearken. Second uh, Timothy 4, 1 through 4, he said, uh, uh, individuals are going to have that problem in the last days where God's people are going to get to the place where they're going to just really turn their ears away from the truth. That is a real dangerous place to be. We can end up with a lot of destruction in our life and in our family life if we fall into that trap, if we allow those enemies to begin to uh, uh, run rampant in our lives and not deal with him. Now, listen to what he says here, uh, uh, 2 Timothy chapter 4. He says, I charge thee before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead, and it appears in his kingdom. Preach the word, be instant, in season, out of season, rebuke, exalt with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. When it comes down to the deliverance ministry, the doctrine is just not sound. Uh-uh. Endure sound doctrine. But after their own love, they shall heap to themselves, teaching, having them itching and ears. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and be turned to favors. Death is, he said, but watch and do all things, endure affliction, do the work of a make full proof of our ministry. So we see here that they will turn away their ears from the truth. Spiritual blindness is also there. The Bible talks about in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and 4, I believe, he said, talks about those that do not believe the gods of this world will blind the minds of God's people that they don't believe. The enemies. Wanna blind God's people when it comes down to the truth of the word and has did a good job, seem like, when it comes down to the liver's ministry. Also, in second King chapter six and seventeen, Elijah, when him and the young man was there, overnight this enemy had just surrounded them. And he prayed, Lord, open the young man eyes and he saw that the that the mountain was just Surrounded by chairs of fire, he recognized that lot was that with him, but he was not able to see spiritually. Also, hardness of heart, he tells us in Hebrews chapter 3, 13, as I mentioned, I mentioned to you, hardness of heart, he tells us to exalt one another daily, lest we be uh, hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Also, uh, uh, in Matthew chapter 15, 17, he's, uh, 19, Talking about when one don't understand the word of the kingdom. Now, when he's talking about the words of the kingdom, brothers and sisters, it is talking about the literature ministry. The words of the kingdom. Jesus went to preach the gospel. John the Baptist preached the gospel of the kingdom. And and, and whatnot. The enemy don't want us to understand this message. Look what he said happened when one don't understand this message. Verse nineteen, when when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and understand it not. Then comes the wicked one and catches away that which was sown in the heart. This is what we see, seed by the wayside. When we don't understand, the enemy comes and he snatches that word away. Drop down to verse 58 for time's sake. He said, he did not many mighty words that cause of unbelief. You know, I've ministered in a lot of places. And I went into places where people really were skeptical and did not really believe the scripture, and it was hard many times to really even get people to get freedom. I've had to I had to just, just 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 pray until people got tired and would to sit down to get freedom for people sometimes because all the religious spirits and all that stuff was there just to hinder and whatnot. But anyway, he said that he did not many mighty works because of their unbelief. The heart was so hard, and Jesus himself was not able to do many wonders' work. Turn your Bible to Acts right quick. Many questions say, Well, or, or, or where was this at? All in the New Testament and in the scriptures. Well, it's all through there. But in the book of Acts, Paul, he dealt with the kingdom. Uh, Acts chapter uh, 28, let's read real quickly, found at verse 22. He said, But we desire to hear. But we desire to hear of thee, of what thou thinkest. What thou thinkest. For as concerning this sect, we know that everywhere it is spoken against. When you come down to our uh, ministering to the liver, you look at the enemy always spoke against it. Many god people spoke against it. When you look in the in, in the in the in the in the uh, scripture, the religious folk they spoke against it. They spoke against it everywhere when it came down to the kingdom, uh, uh, especially when it involved deliverance. He said, and when they had appointed him a day, there came many unto him and into his Lord, and to whom he expounded and testified the kingdom of God, persuading them concerning Jesus both out of the law of Moses and out of the prophet from morning to evening. He's talking about this kingdom. He persuaded them out of the law, and the prophet. he went back to the scripture that's exactly what we do doing tonight going back in the scripture some believe the thing which he was spoken some believe not that's just a fact there are people that will believe and some don't he said when they agreed among themselves they departed parted after that paul had spoken one word we well well spake the holy ghost by the by, by elijah the prophet unto our fathers, saying, go into this people and say, here you shall hear and not understand. See, they was not able to get it because of uh, 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 that deterioration that we talked about. Seeing you shall see and not perceive. That spiritual blindness, that ignorance, they really wasn't getting it. The enemy was stealing that seed as we just talked about. He said, the heart of this people has waxed growth, that grossness again, and their ears are dull, and their eyes have closed, and they should see with their ears and hear with their, uh, uh, see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and should be converted, and he heals them. Look at this next verse. Be it known, therefore, unto you, that salvation of God is sent to the Gentiles and they will hear it. Look at this next verse. And when he had said these words, the Jews departed and had great reason among themselves had great reason among themselves. Listen at this here. And Paul dwelt two whole years in his own high house, receiving all that came to him and preaching the gospel of preaching the kingdom of God, I'm sorry, preaching the kingdom of God, teaching all things concerning the Lord Jesus Christ. He taught how many things? All things which concerning Jesus. He didn't leave off the deliverance minister. And the Lord Jesus Christ will with all uh, 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 and the Lord Jesus Christ with all covenant and no man for bad head. Now think about this here. The Bible says uh, in Matthew twelve twenty eight through thirty, He says, "If I cast out demons by the sin of God, then not the kingdom of God comes in you." Luke seventeen I believe twenty verse twenty one, He talks about the kingdom of God comes without observation. It come. And, and 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 you're not able to see it with a natural eye. The Bible tells in Matthew uh, twenty three thirteen. He said, "You shut up the kingdom of heaven." The religious leaders, the believers that were shutting up the kingdom of heaven, they wouldn't go in themselves, and would allow others to go in. Romans fourteen and seventeen. He said, "The kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but but sharp peace, righteousness, and the Holy Spirit." Ain't that's what we want in our life? When we cast out devils by the finger of God. The kingdom of God comes in, John, peace, righteousness, and the Holy Spirit. The Bible tells us in Matthew 21 31, I believe it, he said the harlot and public will go in and sinners will go in before those people, the, the, the Jews will. Now look, also in the book of Matthew chapter 4, look at what the word of God said. Matthew 4, thank God for the word of God. Matthew four seventeen. Look at what it says here. By the time Jesus began to preach, repent, say, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Verse 23, for time's sake, he says, and Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogue. He went in where? All, teaching in their That was their neighborhood churches, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, healing all manner of sickness, all manner of diseases among the people. You mean to tell me that this is not needed? Sister, there are people that are sick and have spit. Many of them have spit all their earnings. Look at this next verse. And all his fame and, and his fame went out throughout all Syria. And he brought them to all sick people and was taken with dire diseases and torment. Torment, that's demon, ain't it? Sickness comes because of demon, too. Torment. And those which were possessed with devils, and those that were lunatics, and those that had clergy, and he healed them. That word here means therapeutic. It means uh, uh, to be healed, to bring safety to through, to preserve, to maintain uh, uh, a process of healing. Sometimes individuals gonna come and they're not gonna get everything they need in one setting, but the Lord will bring them through. Well, look in the book of Matthew. Don't go there, but jot it down. Matthew six thirty-three and thirty-four. He says, "Seek first. He tells the believers, those that belong to Jesus. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added. Again, uh, uh, he tells us over there in Romans fourteen seventeen, the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but jar, but peace, righteousness, and the Holy Spirit. Seek first the kingdom of God. Seek that deliverance. Seek that healing. Uh, 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 and, 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 and put it first, he was saying. These are things that has been just left aside. Many because they really don't know. In the book of John, chapter 12, 37, the Bible talks about Jesus had done so many miracles, yet they believed not on him. This is the outcome of individuals that really will not accept what the word of God has to say. Jesus had done so many miracles. Now, Jesus himself is our perfect example. We don't get no better than that. But the Bible said, He'd done so many miracles, but yet they would not believe on Jesus Christ, God's son. They didn't believe. Unbelief will block us and stop us from getting the ministry that we need. Look at a verse here in Mark chapter 9. Mark chapter 9 and uh, uh, verse 38 mark nine thirty eight and John answers him saying, "Master, we saw one captain out devils in thy name, and he followed not us, and we forbid him because he followed not us. Well listen to what Jesus said about this miracle ministry. he' done so many miracles that yet didn't believe it, but jesus Jesus said, Forbid him not, for there is no man that shall do a miracle in my name that can." Can, that that can lightly speak evil of me. So when you cast out demons, people's are promising people's miracles, false miracles many times, and they ain't getting anything, and been promising them for years, and ain't getting anything. But you can begin to receive this miracle ministry. Stevenson, the Bible talks about in 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 Acts eight, verse six and seven. The word of God said Philip and went down to Samaria and preached Christ unto him, unto the people. And they saw and heard the miracle because the unclean spirit cried out with loud voices. Well, now you can see a miracle take place if there's some deformity straightened out in the body. You can see that. But how can you hear, you know, a miracle? They heard it because the unclean spirit cried out as they came out of it. The Word of God said, uh, uh, talks about in Matthew 17, Ah, uh, Jesus rebuked them because of that unbelief. The Lord rebuked them that had that unbelief. The Lord do not want us to follow into that same example of unbelief and not appropriate God's truth and just allow his enemy to bring destruction upon his people. Verse seventeen uh, uh, the word of God Matthew seventeen, seventeen he said, Jesus answered and said, O oh, faceless and perverse generation. How long shall I bear with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him here. Even the disciples were not able uh, uh, to uh, uh, bring deliverance, and he rebuked them because of their faithfully. Verse 20, he said, uh, he said Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, then I say unto you, if you had faith as small as the grain of mustard seed, you could say to his mind to be removed, to young the place, and it shall be removed, and nothing shall be impossible. He said, by how be it, these times come not out, but by, by prayer and fasting. They need to be taught. We need to be taught concerning this ministry. When you look in the Word of God in the book of Mark, Mark chapter 1, right quick. We're going to be wrapping this up pretty soon. Mark chapter 1. It's so important that we receive the Word of God. I looked at our, uh, the people that have come to the fellowship, the longer they dig in the Word of God and the more they dig in the Word of God, the more freedom they get. Many times the enemy just begin to cry out and holler as they come out, as the Word of God is preached. I'm moving pretty fast tonight, and usually when I'm on uh, the the uh, uh, on, the, on the program and I may be preaching in media, I don't have the time to share all that I need to share about errors, and I like to expose everything I can about the enemy. Many times I tell you to write them down and search them out. Well, when I'm back at home, I preach a little different. I don't rush this and, and and stuff as fast as I do. Uh, I just take time and preach it if I feel that it needs to be preached over and over until we get it. And the enemy seemed to hate it. The Lord had just blessed and gave so much help. Now in Mark chapter 1:21, 1. 1. He says, "And they went into in Kamponia, and straight away on the Sabbath day, Jesus entered into the synagogue and he taught them. He preached." And there was the a study that is his doctrine, where he taught them as one that have authority and not as a stride. He wants the large people to recognize that the Lord have authority, and he's passing it on to you. But says that you do have authority. Verse 23, and there was in the synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out. Well, this is not really happening in the midst of the church, and we got anointed folks that's supposed to be preachers, apostles, prophets, and all kinds of stuff going on, and they are anointed, they say. But you don't see the enemy crying out, there's not enough, a nothing coming through the church for the enemy to even even seem like I'll uh, 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 be restless and whatnot. Said, and, and, and he he said he cried out, let us alone. What have we to do with thee? Jesus of Nazareth, thou come to destroy us. I know who thou art, the Holy One of Israel. Jesus rebuked him and said, hold your feet. The unclean spirit. Tore him and cried out with a loud voice and came out, and they were amazed, inasmuch as, as questioning among themselves, so saying, "What is this? What new doctor? What new teaching this is?" For with a thought that he commanded even the unclean spirit, and they obey him. the Lord wants you to recognize the unclean spirit must obey. Again, in John uh, twelve thirty eight. He talks about the arm of the Lord. We want you to look real quickly at this, and I think we're going to wrap this on up. He talks about the arm of the Lord. We need the arm of the Lord to begin to manifest itself in the church. Now, I I talked about a little bit that uh, uh, verse 37, where so many didn't believe uh, the miracles that he had done. But, But here in verse 38, he says, that the said of Elijah, the prophet, might be full of faith. The Lord has, uh, 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 Lord, who has believed our report? Our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? See, when we rebe- believe what God's word says, this report, the Lord began to reveal his own. Remember the Bible say he brought Israel out with a mighty, stretched out arm? We miss out on these blessings. In the book of Deuteronomy chapter 4, he, he talks about we're not going to go there. He talks about deliverance. When he brought God's people out, verse 34 through 35, he brought them out with a stretched out of hand. I wouldn't care if we had time to go there and really, really, really take a look at those scriptures. But I encourage you, he said he brought God's people out with a mighty stretched-out hand. Do you see God's people really coming out in the places where you worship at? Or are we just jumping around and kicking and screaming and, keeping and going back home and bringing those same problems back next week? Well, brothers and sisters, if that's going on, the Lord's arm is not really being revealed because when the the Lord is revealed, God's people begin to be delivered and be brought out. He said, bring them out with a mighty stretched-out hand. It's described as... Deuteronomy chapter 33, verse 27 and verse 29, his everlasting arm and God is a shield to us. Again, I wouldn't have if we had time to really go ahead on and, and really look at those parts of scripture, but we want to take some questions in a minute. So you go there. The honor of the Lord is revealed among those that will follow Jesus Christ in the third part of the ministry, healing, uh, uh, gospel, preaching, salvation, healing, and deliverance. Psalm 89 and 10 verse uh, 10 and verse 13, he said, a strong and mighty arm. In other words, the Lord bring his people out with a strong and mighty arm. Verse 18, 8 through 13, Come now, read it. Uh, verse 23, he talks about he beat down the fourth, our fourth, our adversary and our enemy with a mighty arm. Those that will follow Jesus Christ in his ministry, he's talking about those that believe him. Those that trusted him, they saw his mighty hand. They saw his arm. They saw his stretched out arm. Isaiah 63 and verse 12. He talks about his arm is glorious. In other words, he got with that arm. He, he also, Psalm 98 and verse 1, I believe, is talking about that arm brings victory. I tell you, we really need this. We need some real victory. We need guiding because the church is running. All kinds of different directions, and they are just wondering, and they has running in the wilderness. They are in all this, have all this garbage in their life, and really are not being guided. There is no real victory. They have many promises, but not really much victory. Deuteronomy seven nineteen through twenty four, protection. Uh, uh, the Bible talks about the enemy is the one that has destroyed, man. Wouldn't that be a blessing to see churches all across this nation following Jesus Christ, believing what God's word said, and come to church and begin to see the enemy being destroyed in the believer's life from the preacher to the door. Psalm 44, verse 1 through 7. Saving, he talks about. That arm saved. Uh, Exodus 15, 16, and verse 18. The Lord reigns forever. He
1: ruled.
4: Forever. This is not something that all rules forever, brothers and sisters. It is not something that just happened in the old days and in Jesus' day. He will reveal his own. Exodus six, verse six through seven. Redeeming God's people. God's word says to us that he reigned. Brothers and sisters, it's time for us as believers in John eight, thirty one, thirty two, to become the disciples indeed. And those that i continue in his word. He said, they become my disciples indeed. They follow him, and they will know the truth, and the truth will set us free. Acts ten thirty eight. Jesus was anointed with the Holy Ghost. We hear a lot about the Holy Spirit. I'm anointed, I'm anointed, but they're not going about doing good, healing all those that had diseases, and those that were oppressed with devil. Well, that is something good. The Bible says, those that know to do good and don't do it, to them is a the sin. There are many other scriptures we can share with you. Now, some may question, say, so well, what you talking about believer? Well, Peter had demons, in, had a demon in it. Matthew sixteen twenty three. After Amen. Jesus had revealed who Peter was, uh, who Peter had talked, the Father had revealed to Peter who, who Jesus was, the Father had to, I mean, Jesus had to rebuke him and say, get behind me. Some of the things that you may hear out of leader's mouth, you know, they come, uh, uh, they are directly lined up with God. Within some things you hear, you know that didn't come from the Lord. It came out of Peter. Second Timothy, 1 and 7. Timothy, a young man that was a good example for the believers, but he had a spirit of fear. He needed to deal with that thing. God has not given him spirit of fear. Luke 9, 49 through 56. James and John, the disciples, he told them that they didn't know what type of spirit they were operating in. Man, you look through the word of God, you see this. Luke 13, 11 the daughter of Abraham, she had a spirit of infirmity and needed to be released from that thing. First Corinthians 5, verse 4 through 5, uh, one can be delivered to Satan for the destruction of the flesh when people get into their and all that stuff. 2 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 4, believers can receive another Jesus. We run into a lot of Jesuses in people that are not the Lord Jesus Christ, not that uh, 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 Jesus or Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John. Not Appreciate the brother. Jesus. Yes. Galatians 1 and 6. He said, one can receive another gospel. There's another gospel. And he said, if anyone bring another gospel to you, let him be cursed. Let him be cut off. Galatians 3, one. Witchcraft had come into even the church that Paul had founded. He said, who has bewitched you? They had been bewitched. Revelation 3.17. They were blind. Second, Second Timothy 2.24-26, through he talks about the leaders need to be gentle so that those that has been taken captive by the enemy, that we can recover themselves. We're not to strive. We're not to get into that stuff so that God's people can be free. I can't, I can't stress it enough. I'm not asking you to just take my word for it. I'm pleading. I'm begging you. If you want real change in your life, if you want to be able to be victorious and walk in truth and really follow Jesus Christ and begin to uh, get the garbage out of your life so you can begin to love the Lord and follow him, get freedom. Men, get in there dig in the word that God laid Get in there and dig in the way. Men will never be the godly men that they need to be without freedom. They will never be those men that you need them to be, women. Women, you will never be the women that God wants you to be as mothers and whatnot, unless you get the freedom that you need, the children will never be the children that they need to be without freedom. We need this so desperately. The body of Christ needed. As leaders, we need it. There are stuff that has been, been bound up in people's lives for generations. I preached uh, in the in the conference and how that this destruction has been in people's lives for for many generations. I broke a curse on Sunday in one of the sisters' lives that has been in the ministry for a long time. And, broke some, And man, that, that thing really hated that. He, he hated that I broke that curse of destruction that had been in that life for many, many generations. Well, the Lord won't turn that stuff around. He want to bring freedom. He want to bring restoration in the lives of God people. And he's able, as the word of God, to say to do exceedingly and abundantly beyond
3: what we can think and act. Praise the Lord. Uh, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Omega Man Radio Network. We've got Pastor James Mobley on. And if you would like to call in for prayer tonight, the number is 917-889-2745, and we'll take your calls. Pastor James, give out your contact information again, please.
4: Praise the Lord. We we, we meet uh, at 1370 West North Avenue, Merrow's Park, Illinois, six oh one six zero. The name of the church is Call Out Assembly Church. Um our phone number seven oh eight four four six nine seven four five again seven oh eight four four six nine seven four five uh uh our time of our service service is, is uh eleven o'clock on Sunday morning and also on um Tuesday Tuesday evening at uh um I said I think I missed it. Uh, Sunday morning at 11 o'clock and Tuesdays at 7 o'clock. And the Lord has just blessed us to get uh, a lot of freedom. A lot of people come in and get a lot of freedom and get taught in the Word of God. And that is not because of me. It is because of God's Word, Jesus Christ. It is Christ that is doing the work and his Word. And, again, uh, you may find if you come out to see us, uh, I, I may preach a little different. I'm, I'm, I think I'm a lot different when I'm at home, and I, I, I can take time and really preach the word. I may preach in one of these verses for a
3: week.
6: Well, oh, praise oh, the Lord, brother.
3: So <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you're fired up here, I can imagine what it's like back at home, folks. I wish I lived in Chicago. I'd be attending every week.
4: <laughs>
3: uh, we praise the Lord for Good Pastor James. We're you. gonna we're gonna take our first caller. Caller from Area Code 201, you're on the air with Pastor James. Caller, Area Code 201, Hello. you're on the air.
0: Praise the Lord, Go
3: ahead. Praise, praise the Lord. Lord,
0: brother. How you doing, brother?
4: I'm doing all right. How you
0: doing?
4: <laughs> Great message tonight. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now I the think I recognize it. Wait a
0: minute.
4: Hello. I I don't. No, I don't.
0: You don't you don't know my voice by now.
4: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> How you doing, brother?
0: Hey, Pastor James, I'm doing fine.
4: Praise the Lord.
0: Uh ah, just sat here and listened to you for the last 2 hours. Wonderful. Praise uh, well, it God. wasn't
4: quite 2 hours. It wasn't quite 2 hours, but uh, again, uh uh it's I, I, I just, I just have sensed over the years, and something the Lord has put in my heart. It's really take the word of God to go in and expose everything,
2: Amen, and brother. and and
4: I want, I want everything to be exposed. And I encourage everybody to go back and and search it out so that they can begin to see and, and 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 line up and get the freedom that they need. I don't want any any error to go unexposed if I can.
0: I'm I'm in agreement to do the rest. Well, you know, the Lord Jesus Christ has opened the door for all us pastors right now to lift him up. And I just sent I'm sending an email out to the brothers and sisters that we minister to in all different areas in the country and stuff. And I told them to lift this ministry up, the airways up that God has opened the door for all of us to minister for him seven days a week and preach the truth every night that Jesus Christ is Lord. And he's Amen. coming back soon. Amen.
4: Praise the Lord. Good to hear your voice, brother.
0: Yeah. Anyway, take another call. I'm just going to listen in.
3: You hang on, Charlie. God bless you, brother. You that was uh Charlie, give out your contact information while you're on the line.
0: Uh, Pastor Charles A. Costello, Ministry of Salvation. It's www.theministryofsalvation.org, and we meet at 2650 Route 57, Stewartsville, New Jersey, 08886. And our fellowship begins at one o'clock on Sunday and goes until the Holy Spirit ends.
4: <laughs>
0: oh, so it's quite—it's quite a ministry here. Lots of deliverance, lots of testimonies, and. The Lord is adding to the numbers every week.
5: So well, we praise just the praise Lord,
0: Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.
3: Amen. Thank you for your
0: call, Charlie. We'll go Amen. to the next
3: caller. He... Area code four two three. You're on the air.
2: Hello. Um, I had uh, asked you a question in the chat room. I started a um, prayer um, show kind of on Blog Talk, and last night was our first. Uh, official show, and, um, I felt the Holy Spirit leading me to do it, and today I just, I feel like I've got something in my chest, and I felt like it was an attack, and, um, you know, I'm doing this because the Lord told me to do it, and, um, last night the Holy Spirit showed up in a big way, and, um, I'm gonna have another show tomorrow night. And just kind of need advice because I know, you know, you've been doing this for a while, Omega Man, and um, that one I'm well, uh, <laughs> And that's fine with me, when, you know. <laughs> okay.
4: Uh, now, what are you doing on the? What are you doing on the on the show? What what what's going on? What's, you're saying you want advice. What uh, what are you? What are you trying to do? Exactly, you know.
2: It's uh Um, prayer requests for people to come and um, there's a lot of people who don't have home churches Um, they're looking for the truth online and um, they don't have home churches they are Christians but Mm -hmm. they need prayer as well I was praying one morning during my prayer time the Lord spoke to me about a prayer chain Mm -hmm. so I started one on youtube and i'm sorry yeah. ahead, i just sorry. started one on youtube and i was getting a lot of responses back and um i prayed about it because it was getting confused with other you know stuff that people were sending me and um the lord reminded me about blog talk so i checked into it the Holy, this has totally been holy spirit led i know it's of him I couldn't even get on there and talk and make sense if it wasn't for him. You know, it's all, it's all him.
4: You could not make um, sense but on, the, well, on the talk I, show.
2: No, I can make. I I mean, if it wasn't for him, you know, okay. I'm not a very eloquent speaker is what I'm trying to say, and um, I just want to well, do what God wants me to do, and
4: uh, one of the things that I, I mentioned. Um, in the leaders' conference, and I find it to really be uh, uh, a critical point. You know, one thing that individuals need to know where their place is really at, act, and because if we are trying to operate out of our place, we're going to get in big trouble. You need to uh, lead us if they're going to lead anything. You know, there's nothing wrong with getting together in prayer, but if you're going to lead anything, pastors and leaders need to know from the Lord and from a good foundation scripture, what to do and where they're going and who's supposed to be in leadership and all that stuff. And also, uh, 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 need to be lined up because the Bible said, know them that labor among you and giving advice because it can be dangerous. You know, if the wrong advice is, is given, uh, uh, Things need to be done according to Scripture and follow the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you're uh, uh, just doing prayers and stuff like that, that's fine to get with people and pray. But if the Lord has not appointed according to Scripture, uh, uh, individuals to lead God peoples, what can happen? Individuals gonna no doubt get into a lot of trouble and gonna cause more harm and more problem. This is a a, a ministry that is definitely uh, going to lead folks, need individuals that really are qualified according to the scripture and and, and called by the Lord to lead people. If not, we're going to get into a lot of trouble. And I I, I encourage so strongly those leaders, the men that the Lord is putting out in leadership, to really make sure they're calling, you know, uh, because the last thing that you want is to hurt people. I know leaders, that have taught people. As a matter of fact, I got a good friend of mine that taught people some error for years and he brought people to get free and he didn't want us to teach him because of what what we were teaching. And he, he found out later that we was indeed teaching truth and he had repented of that stuff and went back and trying to correct all the years of teaching that he had taught. And now that's a job to unteach folks all over the country, stuff that, that you've taught them the wrong way. So, Uh, That is so critical. There's nothing wrong with praying with people and believers getting together to pray or whatever, but also there's a need to get free ourselves before we can really begin to uh, get others free.
2: Well, my ministry, I I know what the ministry is. It's for prayer, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm an encourager. I know that that is, you know, a gift that I have. So, um I'm not um definitely not trying to preach or, you know, anything like that, but that's what it is. It's it's a prayer thing, calling get prayer. We're going to pray for you. I've, I I know I've seen the Lord work and I have complete faith, you know, in what he can do. I've seen people raised out of comas. I've seen people you know, healed, set free, and delivered, but um, no, I I don't, I wouldn't want to go out and do something that I'm not called to do and not at all. Let
3: me um, me approach the, uh, the question of, let's say someone is doing the work of the Lord and they come under demonic backlash. Explain for the listeners out there what backlash is and then what a person needs to do to, to to stay protected, because I know the enemy is going to attack. When you come against his host well, of hell,
4: you you need to be walking in truth, and, and also in the field of law and stuff, and also if possible, uh, connected to some other believers that are that are are, are, are ministering, because that is a, a big help when you got other brothers and sisters can pray for you. Because the, when you begin to attack the the, the kingdom of darkness, they gonna attack back. Now they are not to be feared and whatnot, but we, 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 if all possible, we need those brothers and sisters that are able to uh, strengthen and encourage and edify and build us up. You know, so uh, it's important that if, if any, if any way possible, uh, those that are going to be ministering to get ministering and also uh, uh, at least be. Tied to uh, uh, some kind of way of talking to other brothers and sisters that are lack faith, so that they can support in prayer.
3: What do you do, Pastor James, if uh, you know if you're coming under attack from witches or warlocks, or even Christians that are just you know speaking word curses against you, you know sending demonic spirits to attack you? How can you do defense against them? What would be your recommendation?
4: (laughs) The word of God tells us in the book of Ephesians six to be strong in the Lord, put on the whole armor of God and take a stand. And we have to remember that we're not fighting against flesh and blood, but we got we are out to fight. We have to put on the shield of faith to quest all the fiery dots, because they are thorn fiery dots. And we are to break those curses. The Bible tells us that 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 uh, um we have authority to destroy all of the powers of the enemy. We're to break those curses that are being sent. The enemy do send curses, people speak curses, send curses. They call on evil on us and whatnot. Many times, well-meaning believers are sending curses. We went to a place, me and my wife, back uh, uh, maybe a year ago to a funeral, and here was a man uh, right in the podium. You know, he was talking about he had, the Lord had used him to prophesy to some people and had come to pass, and I don't know what, why, but he was cursing people that would speak against anything that he said. He was right there in the podium cursing people. Wow, yes. That, that say anything against that ministry. You know, and and, and, and and what you need to do is just pray that the Lord nullify all those curses, all the psychic power, psychic prayers, and stuff where he's spoken against and whatnot, that the Lord will nullify them, make them void.
3: Pastor James, uh, give an example prayer that people out there could pray every day over themselves and their family. Uh, in defense against these uh, attacks of the enemy. What might be a sample prayer they could use? You can just
4: say, Father, you come to your Heavenly Father. God, our Father, he, he's our Father, and he's willing and willing to protect us. He will lead us, and he will teach us, and he will guide us. He want to teach us more so than any good father want to direct and teach his child. When we come to him, he won't turn us away. Just say, uh, Heavenly Father, I come to you, and I ask you for protection if you don't understand what's going to, and I just break every curse, every hex, every vex, every spell, every jink, every psychic power, bewitchment, witchcraft, and voodoo, hoodoo. words spoken against us in any kind of way. I just pray and break those curses. According to Luke ten nineteen, you have power to destroy all the powers of the enemy. Ask the Father to break them. If there's any that you miss, uh, ask him to break them. He said whatever we ask in Jesus' name, he would do. Destroy all of the curses. Ask the Lord to cover you and your household, your family, with the precious blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, every single day. Ask the Lord to anoint your houses and, and, and break the power of the doctrines that are coming against your house every day. Send those curses back on the demons. Amen. Deuteronomy, I believe in chapter uh, 30, I believe it is, in verse 1 through 10, he talked about when we repent and, and the Lord circumcise our heart. He put those curses back on the enemy, and those curses would destroy the enemy, not the folk. The enemy until they are destroyed from under the face of the earth. That's a good place for him to go back, right back to the enemy.
3: Amen. Um, boy, our lines are just lighting up. So, here what we're going to do, uh, Pastor James? Would you say a prayer for this sister to break some of those curses, and then we're going go to go the next caller.
4: Yes, Father in heaven. A- this is one of your children, oh, God, sure. you are a believer. I know you believe in Jesus Christ and accept him as your Lord and Savior, right?
2: Yes, definitely. Yes, he so is that's
4: my one Lord the first that must be done. Gracious Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we come to you as our Heavenly Father. Father, we refuse. We, we We do not come to any other. You are our God. We accept you as our God, Jesus Christ, as our Lord and Savior, and we cry out to you for your help. You know how to help us today. Father, I ask you to cover this woman with the blood of Jesus Christ. I bind the strong man over her and in her. And in the name of Jesus Christ, every curse that had been put up on her household, upon her family, upon her life, Father, your word that Jesus became a curse for us. He blotted out the ordinance of up against us and nailed to the cross. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I confess every ancestor sin and I break every curse off of this woman right now. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I rebuke and break and destroy every curse, every hex, every vex, every spell, every jig, every psychic prayer, all the voodoo, the hoodoo, all the worries spoken against her. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, loose your hope and let her go right now. Let her go right now. Every curse, all the voodoo, all the the needle punches, everything that the enemy sends against her, I rebuke you right now. I break your power. Offer her. Offer her body. Offer her soul. Offer all her possessions. I rebuke and break your power right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I just rebuke and break all that the enemy sins against you. If you can, sister, sometime, uh, uh, maybe when we're doing mass deliverance, you agree with us and we'll call some some of that stuff up out of you. Uh, either get to some of the ministries, if you can, that doing deliverance, doing real true deliverance now because there are a lot of fake stuff out there. Uh, people used to turn up their nose at it, but everywhere they're claiming deliverance now pretty much, and much of it is no deliverance but somewhere where there's real deliverance and get you some freedom from the stuff that attacking from the inside and from the outside. Because if you don't get the stuff out of the inside, the enemy will attack you from both positions, on the inside and from the outside.
3: Amen. Sister, if you want to send me an email, send me your name and phone number and contact info. We'll put you in touch with the ministry. Just email me at uh, omegamanradio at yahoo.com. Great Amen.
2: So much. Thank God you. bless you
3: for calling in tonight. If okay. you're just tuning in, you're listening to a Mega Man Radio Network. Let's go to our next caller. Area code 916. You're on the air with Pastor James. Stand by at 916. There you go.
6: Shannon, it's Lars. How are you doing?
3: Lars, how are you, brother?
6: I'm doing really great. And I just wanted to say again, uh, just thank you to uh, Brother James and yourself for just doing that mighty work of that. Kingdom of Yahweh, and uh, told you I have my shofar, and uh, just wanted to give you guys a shout out, and just ask that the glory of uh, Yahweh, the King of Glory, would just hallelujah right there, just increase in this place, and just use you guys off the charts.
3: Well, praise the Lord, uh, brother Lars. I know uh, he travels across the uh, the country, been to Israel a couple times. Uh, Blow the Lord shofar, Lars. <laughs>
6: Amen. Father, we just praise you.
3: Praise
4: the Lord. Thank praise you, the Lord. brother.
2: Hallelujah
6: hallelujah, hallelujah.
3: hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs>
6: yes, I wanted to give an yes. awesome quick testimony of what just happened in the last few days, Brother Shannon. Uh, uh, Monday, I had an encounter with a, a gentleman that was a Mason. And he showed me his ring. He said, see this? He says, I am. I said, no, you're not I am. Yahweh's I am. And uh, we got into a, a quite interesting conversation, and the enemy literally manifested right, right to my face, literally. And uh, But uh, uh, the Lord protected that situation, and I'm praying for that individual to have a com- complete deliverance. Um, and then that evening, going to uh, Stanford Hospital, a friend of mine had some... Emergency surgery, and uh, the Lord just did a mighty thing with her and with uh, many individuals in uh, Stanford. So I just give all the praise and glory to our Father and just thank you guys and just keep doing great, great work.
3: God bless you, brother. You. That's an awesome that. story. Praise the Lord. Shalom. Thank you. Thank you, Lars. That was Lars. Let's go to our next caller, area code 305.
6: 305, you're on the air with
3: Pastor James.
6: Right, right to my face, literally.
3: You don't want to and, turn uh, down your radio, caller?
6: Uh, the Lord protected that situation, and I'm praying. Okay, for let's go,
3: caller. If you want to uh, turn your radio down, we'll come back to you. Let's go to 810 area code. You're on the air with Pastor James Mobley. Area code 810. You're on the air. Okay. Well. If you have a question for Pastor James Mobley or you need prayer tonight, call in, 917-889-2745. We also have a toll-free number. It's 877-806-2482. If you don't have long distance, feel free to use that. Uh, let me circle back around. We'll go back to area code 305. You're on the air.
5: Hi, am I on the air now?
3: Yes, sir. Hello, Welcome. Uh-
5: how uh, how you doing uh, Shannon? It's been a while uh, always listening in, but to uh, haven't called in a while. this is uh, richard uh, one of the questions I have for you uh, pastor overly, how does one know um if they're called you know by god in, in the ministry, whether it's fire or it can be you know some of the others in the book of Corinthians where they say it could be the ministry or helps you know a government or things of that nature and know i I prayed the prayer of um you're probably familiar with it I think it's romans 11, uh, twenty nine where it reads um, the gifts and callings are without repentance. And that always stuck with me. I, I say without repentance. That means, you know, I have to do this no matter what. I'm still called. You know, even if I only got a chance to do it one day and then go home to be with the Lord, that's something we have to live up to. And that, that always been in my heart. And I prayed the Lord about it. I don't know if it was of God or not, but I didn't had many dreams. And the dreams I always have when I ask the Lord regarding what he's calling me to do it's all we have. I always see um, youth athletes in the centers, like right, clubs. And, and one of the things, um, I wouldn't say it confuses me, but we have people out there say, the Lord is calling you to do this. You know, like one guy told me, uh, he, he says he's a prophet, and the Lord is calling you to do a certain things, and I, I don't believe that myself because they didn't check with me. Uh, one woman said that I had a gift of prophecy. I know I don't have that. If it's in me, it, it never manifested ever never. So uh, how do we uh, protect ourselves from people, you know, speaking things over or saying things? Because I I believe sometimes myself personally it's coming from the devil using them to get us off the path what God really has us on, you know, to reach our, you know, true destiny. Sure. Well,
4: there's much of that out there. A lot of the prophecies, the so-called prophecies, the personal prophecies and stuff that are just so contrary to the word of God and there's a lot of leaders, has has uh has uh, tagged names unto uh, themselves, and there is no evidence that can be seen. Now, uh, I know that these ministries have to be developed, but you don't see any of the uh, fruits of those ministries. You need to probably just take a real good look at what the word of God say what should happen in those ministries The apostles and that's that's mm-hmm. therefore we don't get caught. And the false apostles and stuff, the Word of God gives a real good, clear description of who is an apostle. You know, Paul talks about, if I'm not an apostle to others, no doubt I am to you. Are you not my work in the Lord?
5: What the sign
4: of an apostle role among you? Find wonders and mighty deeds. Are these things following? He said, I am a sent Lord. If I wouldn't sit to others, I'll sit to you. Many of the mm-hmm. apostles that are, you see today, they are claiming that the apostles... Where well, they're just going and billing, and billing, and people are coming out of other churches. They're not going out where Christ has not been named and whatnot and establishing and preaching churches, you know? So no. you don't really see the signs of the apostle, like the miracle ministry or evangelist ministry. You're looking for him to preach Christ, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. the signs and wonders, and mighty deeds are to follow that ministry, you know? And, and, no. and the teacher, the pastor, all those, the word of God clearly teaches us and shows us what those ministries should be doing.
5: Oh, all right, you know, I really and, appreciate and,
4: and, it. And also, uh, as far as the calling of the Lord Jesus Christ, the for the ministry over in the book of Timothy and over in the book of Titus, he tells us the thing to look for. Those qualities are not there. Then, you know, according to God's word, that 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 can disqualify us for for the ministry, uh, for you know, for pastorship and leadership and rulers and all that stuff. So we, we need to first make sure that the word of God is lined up with first. first, oh, okay. and then make sure that you're called to whatever you feel the Lord is calling you to. Oh,
5: okay. Uh, I get that. Uh, one thing just came up to me. I never forget uh, my, uh, my grandmother. I was going to say my mother. My grandmother sent a nurse on but I remember um, years ago when I was called there, you know, and I was calling to ask for the nursing station where she was at, so I can get some information about her. And the mm-hmm. nurse that answered the the phone—I never forget this. I mean, and, and and I said the wrong thing. You know, I, I was lying before the Lord because it just came out too quick. And the things that came out of her mouth when um, she answered the phone, when I was asking, you know, information about my grandmother, this was the exact words that came out of her mouth. She said, "How is your youth ministry doing?" I never forget that, and and my answer was all right, which it wasn't because I didn't know anything about a youth ministry. I'm being honest with you, but like I just said, I always um, had those uh, you know dreams about youths, but you know regarding sports and things like that. And and if that is true, how does one when, when does one start? Uh, you seek the Lord, you you well, just start from. I, I
4: tell you what what you should do. My advice would be to you if uh, you feel that you, the Lord is leading you in a direction, certain direction to reach anybody, one of the mm-hmm. first things you could do, as if possible, begin to get your life clean up and get oh, some yeah. freedom. And get some teaching about freedom. I don't know whether you're doing that already. I yes, I, I know a, a good brother at uh, Hat-Wish, uh Baptist Church, where well, the Leaders Conference just had uh, uh Uh, the the conference was a few weeks ago, and he said his dad came. His dad was a pastor for many years. He went on to be with the Lord, and he was telling me this again a few months ago. After his dad came and listened at the message of deliverance and stuff, he said to his sons that I could have preached any message that I preached. I could have preached it different once my eyes came open. So once we get freedom ourselves and begin to understand, it's bring a new dimension, bring us to another level, bring us to a different era. And that is something that I I, I seriously encourage because I, 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 am, I will assure you that as you get freedom and, and allow the Lord to really dig in, you will <coughs> take a real good look at everything that you've done, everything that you've taught, and everything that you have been taught, no doubt. And oh, much yes. of it, you would change, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. and whatnot. Oh, so yes. that
4: is so important that we we begin to be free. Pastor Willie used to mention to be clean, you vessels of the Lord. Those that going to be you, though, we need to get our life clean up because if the enemy is is, is just running rapid in our life, many times well-meaning believers don't know really who they're listening to, like James and John. He said, "You don't know what spirit you you're, you're really listening mm-hmm. to." Those things need to be need to be against and beat down. And 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 people need to be liberated because there are a lot of people who are are standing up and saying, "Thus said the Lord." And those are really wicked spirits are, are manifesting themselves right in the middle of the church.
5: Oh glory,
4: uh, And they're led by the Lord, but really it is is leading. He he loved to come in and parade and show himself as God and sitting in the temple of God and all that stuff and trying to distract and bring disaster and destruction right in the middle of God's people. So the mm-hmm. best thing you could do is begin to take a real good heart, look in the Word of God, and get your life clean up so that you can be free to really serve the Lord. That's what the the Lord was telling the the Israelites uh, when they was down in all that bondage down in Egypt, to let my people go so they can serve me. You no, know, we can't really do a effective job in serving the Lord until we really get free.
5: Amen. Okay. All right, really appreciate that. Thank you so much, sir. God bless you both for calling in. Oh, thank you for your oh, yes. call. Yeah, you're welcome. You. Bye-bye.
3: And if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Pastor James Mobley. Pastor James is pastor with Called Out Assembly Church in Chicago, Illinois. You can reach him at area code 708-446-9745. And if you need prayer right now, we have open lines. And let's go to our next caller. Caller from 810 area code. You're on the air
4: very cold night ahead.
3: Down two. Caller, you may want to turn down your radio a little bit. we got a little fact. Caller, 810 area code. Okay, maybe they were just sitting there and listening in. Uh, you know, Pastor James, I, I want to make a mention that um, for people out there who are on the road, like a lot of truck drivers are and they don't have Internet connection, but if you have a, uh, a cell phone with unlimited long distance, you can call in and listen to this program from live anywhere in the country. And all you've got to do is dial the same number, which is 917-889-2745, and uh, it'll let you listen to the show's uh, streaming. And then, of course, if you want prayer, folks, you just press 1, and that'll put you in the queue. Uh, Pastor James, how long have you been pastoring in the Chicago area? About uh,
4: about
3: 29 years, something like that. Wow. You've been in the service of the Lord a long time. Praise the Lord, man! Um,
4: you know, delivered longer than that, but 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 passed in about twenty nine years almost.
3: Oh, my God. Pra- Praise God. Um, let me ask you. Many people ask, um, "What can I do before I go to bed at night?" You know, I'm, I'm under attack. Uh, you know, I seem to be attacked the most at night or in the wee hours of the morning. We're getting a lot of calls of this nature. Um, any advice to people? that are coming yes. under well, attack in the evenings?
4: Well, yeah, a, a lot of they call the late hours of the witches' hours where they really begin to attack a lot of people. But uh, uh, you don't have to be afraid of that stuff. You just put on the arm of God and cry out to the Lord for help mercy. The Lord promised to secure us, to protect us, to help us, to strengthen us, so that we'll be able to be victorious over the enemy. One of the things that I try to do uh, uh, daily, especially when I'm uh, uh, assessing that there are attacks, I ask the Father to cover us, cover my household, the fellowship, and all the men, women, boys, and girls that are part of the fellowship and the churches that we're associated with and the the believers across the world, that he would just cover us with the precious blood of Jesus Christ, that he would shield us, protect us, break all the curses, hexes, vex, bells, jakes, psychic powers, bewitchment and stuff. And also, uh, uh, we uh, 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 tell our peoples to... When they're feeling attacked many time, uh go through the house and anoint the house and, and, and pray over that to the Lord to protect that house. And sometimes um, what can happen, uh, the attack can become so so severe sometimes. Sometimes you may have a cursed object in the house. Sometimes cursed objects slip in, little things that individuals bring in, that they are not even aware. When the enemy begins to attack us and, and things are not really uh, breaking as we – think or feel that they should. Many times I ask my wife, I say, you ain't seen anything that's been crept in the house. Sometimes the children, the grandchildren, and not knowing it, just pick up a little cursed thing or whatever and bring it into the house. And if that thing is not broken or whatever, those 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 presents will be there and they'll you. For instance, we had this uh, la- young lady that was a friend of ours, and she was struggling at one time. She had had a lapse and was back, had black backslidden and whatnot, and she was standing in the house and in the summertime, uh, in that room that she's stayed in, there was a fragrance in that room. It was strong; you could smell it. And even though the window was open, it never left. And I kept mentioning to my to my wife. And one night we walked in there, and I just rebuked that thing. And all of a sudden, that fragrance just left. That spray oh, left. Yes so you can rebuke. You have a thought to over those things and ask the Lord. If you don't know how to protect, you don't know how to fight, ask the Lord to lead and ask the Lord to protect you because he promised to be a shield. He promised to be our refuge, our help during times of trouble because none of us know everything. I ask the Lord to do all those things that he promised to do for us. And he helps us. He protects us. We have came up against a lot of wicked attacks. But nobody's ever been hurt. We had a case some years ago when we was battling a lot of witchcraft around in the era where the door in the house was shutting and opening. We heard them. I mean, we just, me and my wife had went to bed, and the, one, the two sons was in the house. One, one was in the other room, and I heard him get up. He went and began to examine. I knew what it was. I just laid down and was praying against it. Against the witchcraft and all the stuff that was going on, he thought his brother had gotten up and left out. Well, he went downstairs in, in his brother's room where his brother was sleeping at, and his brother, he said, was was, was dead asleep. He was laid out snoring and sleep. And he came back upstairs and he heard it two or three other times. He got up two or three times to examine it. But that's nothing to be afraid of. Nobody got hurt there and was doing everything he could, he was trying to stop a. He was trying to win that battle. But thank God that Jesus Christ, our Lord, he won that battle.
3: Amen. Yes, indeed. And we can rely on the promises of God. And,
4: you know, when God says it, he's
3: going to do it. He's going to do it. uh, He's
4: going to protect. Amen.
3: You know, if we can't count on the word of God, there's nothing we can count on. And if if God were to lie, the the universe would implode right now. So, folks, if God says it, you can take it to the bank. Let's go to our next (laughs) caller. Area code 502. You're on the air with Pastor James.
7: Hi, this is me. I called before and you prayed with me, and I wanted to thank you for it. And um, oh, I job. wanted to ask Pastor Mobley something. Um, I know you, Pastor Mobley. I've been to your church, and um, you prayed for me. And I'm um, wanting to ask you so, if um, you could um, explain something to me that I have a problem with. Um, I've been getting attacked um, but the attacks that are happening late at night, when the demons come into my home and attack me, whether it's from a witchcraft curse or whatever, um, I noticed that I still have a problem with the demon within my um, body that is completely paralyzing my vocal cords, so I can't do any warfare prayer um, during attacks or doing any fighting. And I was wondering, um, what kind of spirit would cause that kind of collapse of the voice as I normally talk, I'm not mute or dumb.
4: Yeah, well, you know, uh, uh, since the, uh, the enemy they they do a lot of things. We've had individuals that was getting prayer, where the enemy just blocked people out all the way, sometimes where they couldn't uh, uh, they couldn't respond or whatever, you know. But if you keep getting that stuff out of them, the Lord will will give discernment and and whatnot because even. In any any of the demonic kingdoms that I found, even uh, whether it's schizophrenia or whatever, you will find rejection or whatever. But that I have found that there is just no uh, 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 set mold for any kingdom. You may find uh, different spirits operating under that rejection or, uh, in a different way. Or the Lord may deal with them a different way than. Than, than you've ever seen. One of the things I have learned over the years to don't come to any conclusion because only the Lord knows everything that's in there. I just try to remain uh, uh, in a position where I can be led by the Lord where the Lord leads me to come against one thing or another because I don't know what's in there. Many times the Lord just speak of impress in my heart, to come against one spirit, and then I go against him, and he and he manifests all over the place, you know uh, uh you never know what the Lord want to deal with, so I encourage you to just if you if you need to understand what's what's going on, allow the Lord to reveal actually to reveal to you the thing that you need to know about what's inside, and sometimes he might not never really reveal to you all the things that are inside. He just he just may may give them an ambush one day and that stuff start coming out. If you're faithful to get ministry, if you're around a ministry where you can get ministry, submit yourself to the leaders and allow the Lord to minister to you and get the help that you need.
7: Okay, I understand that, and that would be wonderful if he ambushes them all at once and or that group because they are kind of like a hindering. Because you mentioned keep praying. Well, I that's the problem. Mom. I do try to pray. But my prayer through my vocal cords, even when there is no attack and I'm trying to do my normal uh, prayers, uh, that spirit is hindering um, um, the sound. So the only kind of praying I'm doing mostly is within my mind. If that's all
4: you can do, if that's all you can do, it's all on the Lord. Because so the Bible says, Whosoever shall call on the Lord, Jude 228 at 132, uh, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord will be delivered. If that's all you can okay. do, do that. There have been times when I, in over the years, I've got attacked so bad till I, you know, uh, was under so much pressure. That's all I could do, really, just smart. I need your help, and he always comes me, you know. But you got to be persistent, you know. Just, just mm-hmm. keep hanging in there and 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 doing what you can, hollering and crying out to the Lord, because see, the word of God tells us that it was the cry of the Israelite that the Lord heard his children. He heard that cry, and he sent somebody across their path to bring deliverance. Now, after they, after the Lord brought them out of that initial deliverance, you know, they would submit to the Lord's way after that. you got to make sure that you're willing to follow and submit to God's way because the Lord's way is perfect. He's not going to. Just allow us to have our way and 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 get the freedom, go our own direction and whatnot. But if you fall in God's way, and 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 keep calling on the Lord, and 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 submit yourself for freedom and whatnot, you can and will get the freedom that you need when you meet God's requirements. And that's all of us. Okay. That's always back to okay, that's the good. Lord. Yeah, that's
7: that's very encouraging because I've been um. I think the nighttime attacks, you know, happen. I guess maybe they are witchcraft curses, but yeah, if I keep praying in my mind and calling on the sure. Lord, that's that's my he strength right there.
4: Love. Do what you can. If if it's no yeah. more than calling on the name of the Lord, Lord please help me.
2: And as the yeah. Lord begins to
4: shine light in and whatnot, look around your place. Make sure you ain't got no legal rights and and confession of sins and all that stuff. And, and begin to take ground away from that stuff, see, because uh, uh, if those sins are not confessed and the legal rights are not taken away, those things have legal rights sometimes to just remain there and torment us until we meet God's requirements.
7: Okay. All Amen. Right. I appreciate that. Advice. You know, Sister, uh, you.
3: one thing I do oftentimes is, you know, I get the Word of God, put it on my uh, laptop computer, and play it in the house or the apartment. Yep. And, um, you know, it just saturates the atmosphere there. You know, the demons don't like to hang around with the Word of God being played. And, of course, I, you know, I just, every night, I'll just say, I cover myself with the blood of Jesus. I cover my apartment with the blood of Jesus. Cover Mm -hmm. my family, my children, my vehicle with the blood of Jesus. And I Mm -hmm. just say, Father God, I ask that you and loose warrior angels to surround me right now and my family. I ask Mm -hmm. a wall of fire in Zechariah 2 and 5 to encircle my home. Mm-hmm. And I break all hexes, vexes, curses, and spells, any witchcraft Amen. sent against me, and I send it back to the original demonic center in Jesus' name. And any mm-hmm. demonic spirits have been sent against me to attack, I bind them and I send them back to where they came from in the name of Jesus. Amen.
4: I,
7: I'm going to do that more consistently now. But I do leave your program on running all night because um, it will play and play and play. And I know that bothers the demons. Um, well, I've I had, th- um,
3: if you play the... Uh, you- You play the New Testament on tape. That'll really bother them. Play Matthew, Mark, and John, and it'll run all night. (laughs) Yeah.
7: Oh, okay. I'll put that on.
3: (laughs) Man, you can't get it better than God. It's the best. (laughs) I will do
7: that. I'll make them as miserable as I can get (laughs) them.
3: Yes, ma'am. Thank you so
7: very much. God bless bless you both, and have a blessed evening. Bye-bye.
3: Thank you, sister. Well, Pastor James, we're coming up to the the program, and I... uh, Love it, appreciate you and thank you for coming on tonight. Would you give out your contact information and then also uh close in prayer?
4: Yes, thank you for having me, Shannon, and God bless you and we're praying for you and your family that the Lord would just minister and open doors and use you more and more. Gracious Father, we thank you for this time. Father, you alone rule in the kingdom of man. Father, you see all of the problems that operate, the things that are going on in this world and in the people's lives, all the witchcraft, all of the stuff that are binding and torment, all the hardness and blindness, all the problems. We cry out to you for your mercy, O oh God. We cry out to you for your compassion. We cry out to you for your, uh, 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 for your grace. We cry out to you, Father, for your mercy, for your love and kindness, for your forgiveness. We cry out to you, O oh God, for your help. We cry out and ask you in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that all the problems that are coming against your children, Father, most don't know what to do. But tonight, as your word says in Second Chronicles, We turn our eyes upon you. You rule. You are king forever. And we call on you, Father, to rule in every one of our lives and open up our understanding, Father, leading and guiding, breaking yokes, deliverance, rescuing and saving souls, and bringing deliverance, healing, and restoration in the lives of your people. Father, now we have done what we could do tonight. And as Paul says in the book of Acts, we commend each and every one in every household, my brother Shannon and his family and his household to you and to the word of your grace that's able to build each and every one up and give them that inheritance amongst those that are sanctified in Jesus' name. We ask you to cover everybody with the blood of Jesus Christ. We bind up every remaining spirit. We forbid you to manifest, we forbid you to harass, we forbid you to communicate, we forbid backlash, not because of our authority, but in the name of Jesus Christ, according to Luke ten nineteen, we have power to tread upon all the power of darkness, and you cannot hurt any individual. Put walls of fire around every individual, light and clouds to block the enemy. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we ask you, in Jesus' name, amen.
3: Amen. And Pastor James, give out your contact information, please. Again, the name of the church is called
4: Alex Family Church. We meet at 1370 West North Avenue, Merrill's Park, Illinois. Our phone number is 708-446-9745. Uh, we meet on Sunday mornings at 11 o'clock and on Tuesday evening at 7 o'clock. And if you're out of that area, please come and and. and, and Visit with us, and hopefully you'll receive a real blessing from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ.
3: Praise the Lord. God bless you so much, Pastor James, for coming on tonight, and I'll see you on next Wednesday night, Lord willing.
4: And thank you so much for having me again, Shannon. God
0: bless.
3: God bless you. Folks, that was Pastor James Mobley. I would encourage you to get in contact with him. Uh, if you're in the area, go and visit with him at his church and support the ministry of Pastor James and the called-out Assembly Church in Chicago, Illinois. We love and appreciate the brother, and uh, what a word he brings every week. This is the true meat of the word. So I praise God for Pastor James. And uh, we're going to take a short break, and then we're coming back, and we're going to continue taking your calls. If you need deliverance tonight, you need to be set free of your to- tormenting demons, it can happen tonight by the power of Jesus Christ. And we'll pray for you. Or if you got a call, you know, you want to call, make a comment, uh, got a question, We're here for you, 917-889-2745. Again, 917-889-2745. You can also call toll-free if you don't have long distance. That would be 877-806-2482. And we'll be back here right after this break. Well, and welcome back to Omega Man Radio Network. Tonight is a live program, and as long as my Skype holds up, we're going to keep doing this show. If you need prayer tonight, call 917 889 2745. What I want to know is where is the youth of America tonight? Well, I can tell you a million of them are probably tuning in over at Marilyn Manson's Facebook page. Check out Marilyn Manson. Would you believe he's got a million followers? A million kids following a man who cuts himself with razor blades and contemplates suicide because he's being tormented inside day and night by demons. Well, you know, my message, I pasted on his wall today, was Youth of America, stop being wimps and wasting your lives doing nothing and contemplating suicide 24-7. What you need to be doing is join the army of God and experience the only real power in the universe, which is Jesus Christ. You know, you've tried the losing team. With Satan, you know, and you're still miserable. Give your life to Jesus tonight and learn how to smite demons and experience real joy and happiness in Jesus' name. That's what I put up on the wall. (laughs) Boy, did I incur some angry comments up there. But, you know, these people are headed to hell. And the, the word says, For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved it is the power of God. 1 Corinthians one eighteen. So, you know, we've got to go out there and try to pluck some people out of the fire. Somebody's got to do it. The question is, will you do it? Or will you sit on the sidelines? I can tell you there are millions that call themselves Christians, and that's all they do. They sit on the sidelines. They go to the church pew once a week, throw a couple dollars at the offering plate, and then leave thinking they've done God of service. And then they go worship the God of sports. Hmm. It probably offended some of you out there. Let's get uh, Charlie on the phone. Charlie, are you still with me?
0: Yes, I'm still with you, brother. Praise
3: God. How are you doing tonight?
0: I'm doing good. Uh, for all those that were listening to the the uh, radio program tonight, you had, again, Pat Chester came on the phone, and and she addressed Pastor James, and I was sitting there with Isaiah 66 because... She said she couldn't pray to God. And Isaiah 66, actually 65, 24 says, And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. And I hope Pat's still listening as uh, the radio station continues to preach the gospel and the truth in God's word. And uh, I look forward to to uh, getting Pat on the phone with us and getting her some real freedom real quick. Because Amen. God, and, uh, God is a God of order. He's also a God of love. And when his children cry out to him for help, he delivers them.
3: Yes, he does. He And also the desperate get delivered, folks. So if you're desperate for Jesus, you can get the deliverance you need. Amen. Uh, and I've got on with me special guest tonight, uh, Pastor Charlie Costello. Charlie, give out your information and tell us about your ministry.
0: Okay, the Ministry of Salvation, we're located at 2650 Route 57, Stewartsville, New Jersey, 08886. The website's www.theministryofsalvation.org. We are affiliated with HBC, Agape, Call Out Assembly. I love all those pastors there. We've been friends for years. And God has opened the door through Shannon for us to preach the truth about the deliverance ministry to the nations. And for all you that are listening right now, all you have to do is seek our Lord Jesus Christ in the Word, and the Holy Spirit will guide you and show you the truth about the apostasy that's going on in the body of Christ today. And we don't have to say nothing. We just pray, and God does the rest, and he gets all the glory. And we love the Lord, and God has brought it on Shannon's heart to bring this ministry onto the radio so that others can hear. And God is calling on an army right now of believers to bring forth the truth that in my name you shall drive out demons. And brothers and sisters, the demons are within the Christian community. They're even on the pulpit. And today God is going to begin judging his house through true deliverance ministries. And you don't have to... It's not debatable. It's not even an argument because God the Holy Spirit is going to bring people everywhere around the world to ministries that the Father has put shepherds over that have His heart and He will lead the people to their pastures. You know, when God called me to this ministry many years ago, He said, in the pasture, in the green pasture's There I will be with thy rod, with thy rod. Guide them lovingly. And our call is to bring everyone we know and meet to the truth and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's a loving God. He wants to save you. He wants to save your loved ones. The Father's will is that all come to the knowledge of his Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And we are proclaiming that kingdom and we give him the glory tonight in Jesus' name. Amen.
3: Yes, we do. And, folks, this is what we've been called to do. You know, signs that shall follow them that believe is they'll cast out devils in my name. Uh, they'll lay hands on the sick that they shall recover. They'll speak in new tongues. You know, they'll take up a serpent and will not harm them. You know, they'll drink deadly poison and will not kill them. And, uh, you know, that last one uh, really means something to me now, Charlie. Because uh, there are witches and warlocks that are working in some restaurants, and they may try to target you, folks. And you better pray and sanctify your food before you eat it if you're eating out in public. And but so, you word know what of God
0: I? Do. says that? Amen.
3: Amen. I mean, the I. I, God I
0: says that if we pray over our food, it is sanctified by the Word of God. Yes. By no means it shall not harm you. Amen. And today, there's so many different things creeping into Christianity. They're on the pulpits, preaching the law, the Old Testament, the dietary, everything. But, you know, Jesus Christ is the New Testament. Paul preached, we're we're saved by grace. And it's a free gift that no man can boast. And when Jesus died on the cross and he looked up to the Father, he said, it is finished. It was done at Calvary, brothers and sisters. We're saved because he first loved us. And as, as Pastor James was saying earlier tonight, get yourselves cleaned up. Don't let pride stop you from submitting to one another for prayer. Because the greatest thing we have is that Jesus Christ said, in my name you will drive out demons. And every one of us that's even in this ministry today has submitted for prayer and God has cleaned us up over the years, and we are definitely, as the word says, new creatures in Christ Jesus, particular people, peculiar people, that to die is to gain and to live for Christ alone. And that's why Jesus taught that we need to take up our cross daily and die. And that's a hard thing for us to do in a world right now, that it's moving faster and faster, and the enemy is just tempting everybody everywhere, and it's... Brother Shannon said before, America, this isn't from us, this is coming from the enemy in interrogation, is bound by the God of sports. The other night on, on TV news, they proclaimed that this Super Bowl was the largest audience ever for a Super Bowl. Wow.
3: And,
0: and you know, it's I can't imagine the cup in heaven running over right now as the Lord looks down at his children because we were all created in God's image. That's why the enemy hates us. They hate all human beings. Whether we're not saved or saved, they want to destroy us. And that's something to contemplate and think about tonight, brothers and sisters, because there's so many ways that we can be helping other brothers and sisters. And one of the things I pray for is all of you that hear these messages and hear the teachings that are going on in Omega Radio, that you would search the scriptures and know who Jesus Christ is. Know that he's there to help you, to deliver you. You know, the word salvation, it doesn't mean just getting saved. It means being healed and delivered also. There's three parts to it, and we're preaching the full gospel, and we praise God that we're just servants, and he's opened the doors for the opportunity for us to help Amen. people. Praise you, Jesus.
3: Yes, indeed. You know, folks, uh, I'll add on to that uh, Matthew 10, 38. It says, And he that taketh not his cross and falleth after me is not worthy of me. It says, He that findeth his life, his life shall lose it, and he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. We've been called to pick up our cross. And if that means you lose your head for the testimony of Jesus Christ, then so be it. You'll get a martyr's reward. Amen. But you know, Charlie, as I was contemplating uh, earlier today, you know, what has Satan done? You know, what he's uh, he's done is he has just, you know, basically put a spirit of fear in people. Amen. And, you know, what does the spirit of fear do? You know, it's sent by Satan to attack and paralyze Christians, so basically they'll be ineffective for Jesus during the light lifetimes, and they sit on the sidelines instead of reporting to the front lines and attack the enemy. You know, and if he can get us to be so gripped with fear about the New World Order and chemtrails and martial law and FEMA concentration camps, and folks, believe me, <laughs> I've been concerned with that many a time in my life, but you know what? If that's what you're thinking about, then you take your eyes off of what the goal is, and it's not to save your skin. It's to, it's to help save souls who are going win to win
0: souls for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, brother.
3: What's the word say? It says that he that winneth souls is wise.
0: A wise man wins souls.
3: Folks, we're all going to die. I look at the juice man. You remember the juice man? He Jack was the Lane. picture of hell, Jack O'Lane. He just died a, a few weeks ago. And I think he lived to be about 90. Well, praise God. He lived on carrot juice his whole life. He made it to 90. I don't know of anybody who ate better than Jacqueline Lane, and praise God for him. I believe he was a believer. But you know what? He had to meet his maker. And um, when you die and the spirit leaves the body, your reward time to build your rewards over with, folks. What you're going to have in heaven is determined by what you're doing now for Jesus. And there's some out there, Charlie, that just seem to be totally oblivious to the fact that they're running head-on with uh, eternity, maybe sooner than they expect, and then uh, what are they going to be able to save for the life that they led down here? Number one, if they didn't know Jesus Christ, they're toast. But beyond that, uh, you know, we can't take anything with us except for what we send ahead. You know, I've known people that died multimillionaires. They didn't take a dime with them. Somebody else enjoyed it after they you know, worked their whole life for it and left it behind. But folks, what you do for the Lord down here will give you eternal reward. You know, it's like one guy says, you know, you send up the building materials to your mansion. <laughs> and, you know, that, that's forever. But, you know, they don't preach that in a lot of churches, Charlie. It's about, uh, you know, live the best life you can live now. Get your Rolex watch and my, join my organization, and we'll show you how to build your church and get your own personal Learjet. I mean, I've never heard as much. And then, you know, some of the big televangelists, they get up on Larry King, and they're interviewed, and they're asked point blank by people of the world, is homosexuality a sin? Well, they had an opportunity there to set the record straight and say, yes, it is a sin. It's an abomination. But there's also some good news. You can be delivered to that homosexual spirit and be set free by the power of Jesus Christ and live a an normal life again. You're Amen. not born that way. Folks, you're Amen. not born as a homosexual. You asked the homosexuals out there or the lesbians; the the demon came in after they were raped or traumatized. And almost Bart all. Was these, in the
0: family line. Right, that's
3: right. Came down the generational line, right?
0: You know, one and of they the were first, weak and it Jumped into them? Sorry, Shannon. One of the first deliverances the Lord allowed me to partake in back in 1987 was a Catholic school teacher and he picked up my ministry card at a Christian bookstore at the time in the name of Jesus in Bayonne, New Jersey. And he turned around and like you're saying, they don't want to be that way. And he put my card in his wallet and kept it there for three months. And it was a basic little simple card, ministry of salvation at the time I had a homeless shelter and he kept it there for three months and then all of a sudden one day he was disgusted with himself and what he was doing because he was teaching these children during the day in a Catholic school and then he was going over to the west side in New York City to where all the gay bars are and he was living a dual life. And and it was it got to a point where he dressed one way going to school, and then that other personality, that demonic force that was taken over in him, had him dressing, wearing his hair a whole different way, and he was proceeding to live the way the evil spirit in him wanted to act out the spirit's emotions. Long story, short story, the gentleman finally contacted me, and I had a couple other ministers from Hudson County help me And we did a seven-hour deliverance. And that was back in the day when they had those big, heavy-duty camcorders you had to put on your shoulder. And it was truly amazing to hear the feminine voice speaking out of him as we continued to pray for him and cast all the evil spirits out from having soul ties with all the men he slept with and what drove him to the point of coming and asking for help, the demonic force that was in this young man, this school teacher, started dressing the way he was dressing at night and acting that way in front of the children in the school. And that's when he knew that the evil spirits were totally starting to take him over. And he cried out to the Lord to get help. He came. He got delivered. And one of the most beautiful things, The Word of God says, if you believe in me, the Lord Jesus Christ says, you will behold my glory. And I was a young Christian then back in 1987, and I got to see the glory of God, a real miracle, something I never saw in the churches I'd been involved in. And when this brother came up after seven hours of intense deliverance, he came up on his knees with his hands raised, Speaking in tongues and praising God. And the end of my testimony with this brother was, I have it in my archives. We filmed part of it. It's an old film, but I tried to transcribe it over to DVD. And it's a memory that I could never lose because it was in the beginning of my walk with Jesus Christ. And as far as deliverance. And I knew what I knew then and what God had showed me. And the testimonies from that time on, God just keeps bringing people and putting them in our paths. And if you're willing to serve God, the Bible says you're a believer. Those are the signs that follow true believers. In my name, they shall drive out demons. Doesn't say they won't. Doesn't say they might. He said they shall. And that day back in 1987 god showed me i was truly a believer because i trusted in him i prayed for someone i didn't know and i gave my time and my life to help that person gain freedom through jesus christ our lord
3: praise and the lord
0: I, yes hallelujah
3: you saw you saw a man set free didn't you
5: yes by the power we of see jesus christ a lot. We
0: see we see a lot of people get free at the ministry here. Schizophrenics, crack addictions that go 20 years long, heroin addictions, bipolar. There's so many things going on in the spiritual realm. And like very few ministries here in the United States, we believe in interrogating the enemy.
5: There are prisoners. The yeah. Father
0: has given us power over all the power of the enemy. Pastor Worley taught that early on in his ministry, and, and, and prior to knowing about Pastor Worley's ministry, I really, really, my wife and me got blessed by reading Pastor Worley's books many years back in the early 90s. I started reading his material in the 80s, late 80s. He was going around speaking at Businessman Full Gospel. He came out to Long Island. I had many friends that had heard him speak. We used to watch his videos. And then I really started to dig deep into what Pastor Worley taught. And I started reading, uh, when it was mentioned that he read War on the Saints many times, that was a book that my wife and me took to bed with us with our Bibles. And my first War on the Saints book is highlighted from one end to the other. And, you know, it's okay to read something online, but I encourage anyone that wants to learn about the Ministry of Deliverance to get War on the Saints and read it. The devil does not like that book. They hate that book. The enemy is always cursing us because of the material that we put out for, uh, from Pastor Worley's ministry, because they hate Pastor Worley's books. They hate War on the Saints books. They hate the Big Red Deliverance book that Gene Moody put together. And, you know, when the demons are screaming and cursing and telling you how much they hate what you're doing, God says, blessed are you when you're persecuted for my name's sake. Amen. And, and you know, I never really quite understood what God was talking about there. Because, you see, demons curse us all the time, through people. And you have to have a heart of compassion the way the Father does. Because when a person's speaking to you and they're speaking mean to you, you've got to remember, they're still created in God's image. Someone is just occupying that house. And that spirit that's in them is the one that's addressing you. Because, see, when a person comes to Jesus Christ... And they get filled with the Spirit of God. They have love, compassion. But there's a war raging on in that temple. And today, that's the land that God has showed us in His Word that we need to take back little by little. And that's what deliverance does. And and I encourage, brothers and sisters, don't don't be upset if you don't manifest or... You, uh, it takes time for a while. Sometimes we've had people come here for nine months before anything ever spoke at them. And then at that time, the demon cursed and he'd say, you were the only one that was ever that persistent. And then through interrogating, we, we uncovered curses that were back in the family line 400 years ago. And that's why a lot of people don't get free. It's because they don't attack, they don't sit there and submit to get rid of the things that are tormenting them. And, you know, there's so much to teach and so much to talk about because the Lord Jesus Christ, it's his ministry. Like Pastor James said earlier tonight, I was a nobody. And God is using me because I cried out to him and told him I believed in him. And, and all I can do is praise him every day of my life because I know my name is written in the Lamb's book. It's not because I'm good. It's because I believe in what the Lord Jesus Christ did at Calvary, not just for my sins, but for everyone that believes in him. Amen. I encourage you, brothers and sisters, if there's anything tormenting you in your life or your family's life, your children, children, they're the easiest ones to help get free from demonic bondage because they come to Christ like children. There's no intellectual debate in their mind. Remember, we are what we eat. And if we sit under false doctrine, you get part of that in your spirit, not in your uh, spiritual spirit, but your human spirit. Your mind, your will, and emotions get effective. A lot of Christians say, a lot of pastors on pulpits say that a Christian cannot have an evil spirit. It doesn't can't be possessed maybe totally, but I'm going to tell you something. When you hear what we hear in this ministry, something's not kosher in the pulpits where they're saying that a Christian can't have an evil spirit. Because if something's talking out of a human being and they're a Christian, you be the judge.
3: Brother, the truth of it is many pastors are demonized and they have a spirit of pride operating in them. That is keeping them from getting the deliverance they need and then opening up deliverance to the the people in the churches. Uh, We've got about five minutes on the live stream, and then I go on one more hour. So if you need prayer, you want to get in the queue now. Lines are starting to light up, and uh, Pastor Charlie and I are going to start taking some calls and praying. And if you need prayer, dial 917-889-2745. Go ahead and get in the queue, and we'll get to you in order. Uh, Pastor Charlie, do you have a few minutes to uh, take a couple calls?
0: Yeah, I'll stay on with you a little bit. I've got to get up early tomorrow, Shannon, but I love you, and uh, I love the Lord. Gonna- so if someone needs help, we'll try to help them.
3: And if you need to call toll-free, the number is 877 806 Let's go to our first caller. We're going to go to caller area code 423. You're on the air. Hi,
2: Shannon. I had called earlier, and I'm sent you a message in there, and I figured I should call back again.
3: Well, praise Um, the Lord. Yes. um, Tell me me a little bit about what's been happening to you.
2: Well, um, like about three or four years ago, I um, got to... uh, I started praying. I was like, Lord, you know, I want the gift of healing. I was praying for the gift of healing, you know, because I've been sick in my life a lot, and um, I... Feel for anybody who's sick or in pain, and um, you know Jesus did it, and He told us we could do it, and and I wanted to do that, you know, with Christ through me, you know, working like that, and I got to see, you know, a couple of boys come out of a coma of comas. The first one um, I got to see, um, it was just within a couple minutes. He just he sat up in the bed, and you know, all glory to the Lord.
7: He, Hallelujah. he ripped
2: that respirator out of his mouth and Hallelujah. asked where he was. But um, I'll tell you what, um, like just a couple weeks after that, I got sick in my body. Really sick, and I had to go to see a surgeon. They thought they were like, it's lymphoma or it's leukemia because of my blood test and I had a swollen lymph node.
3: Demonic backlash, uh, sounds like to me.
2: Yeah, and after I started the prayer show... After I okay, last week I started a prayer chain on YouTube and um, I got a horrible UTI all of a sudden out bleeding. I was bleeding, I, I don't have, need to get any more elaborate than that. And um, now I had the first show last night, and today I feel like I'm coming down with a flu. I feel like so. What I'm trying to figure out is what's going on here and what I need to do. You know, I'm, I'm pleading the blood and I'm rebuking it. You know, I'm rebuking spirit of sickness or whatever And in Jesus' name. So, um, yes. Okay, can I say
7: something? I just want to go
2: on. Yeah, let me hush and I'll let you go.
0: Okay, yeah, please, sister, because, you know, I heard you speaking with James earlier you were on the phone talking about the prayer line and everything you're starting and that's all good and wonderful but uh when when you're called to serve the lord like when you mentioned just now the gifts the gift of healing uh let me back step a little in in timothy where god says if a man purges himself he'd be useful to the master for any good work the holy spirit controls the gifts and sometimes we pray with people, and sometimes God heals them. Sometimes God's got a different agenda going on. And, mm-hmm. you know, in, in weeks ahead, we're going to do some really good teachings in a lot of areas. Just
3: so- that, uh, that announcement, Charlie, you're y'all, y'all going to be on the line, so just keep on going.
0: Okay. But, but what I'm trying to say to you right now is I was talking to Shannon about... Uh, people calling in because a lot of people start calling in and they don't get to all the phone calls so uh, God was putting on my heart during a time of prayer and fasting this week that we should find out what's really bothering the people like you're you're being bothered right now you said like from an infirmity spirit and we need to address that and see where that goes because obviously you're being attacked and I really feel that If we address that and you get some clarity, you'll be able to hear, through the Word of God, what God wants you to do. And and starting a prayer line is wonderful. I encourage everyone that comes on this show right now to start. God's got a ministry for you right where you are. Amen? Amen. Mm -hmm. You are an ambassador to Jesus Christ, for Christ. You're a servant of the Lord. There's no gender in the prayer line. The only gender there is in the prayer line is God's divine order. And God has first the men, then the women, then the children. And one of the things I encourage you is to look close at God's word, because there's a lot of ministries today ordaining women. And they're ordaining women in deliverance. And, and I've come across many women that are ordained to be deliverance ministers. And they're actually Jezebel spirits bringing a false doctrine into the body of Christ. And, you know, I wouldn't uh, sit there and try to say, when I talk to God, I just say, use me, Father, for any good work, whether it be helps, whether it be just walking around with a jacket on saying Jesus Christ is Lord. And when I hear people get up and, you know, it's it's good to cover the gifts, Paul says. But when we have infirmities and we have things operating within us and we're being attacked, we have to reverse that and begin to attack on what's attacking us. And that's why Brother James was saying that we should all... He was talking to a brother somewhere, you know, I don't know all the area codes, but he was talking to a brother about getting cleaned up. And when I first came to the Lord 26 years ago in ministry... I wanted to be a man of God. I wanted to serve. I wanted to do, and I even wanted to be a pastor. I didn't become a pastor until six years ago because I had to fulfill the qualifications of God's word to be a godly man before I could lead the body of Christ. I had to raise our kids. Kids went to school. Our, our Our whole demeanor of the way we live had to fold into a godly way of living Otherwise, how could I help anybody else? And when I hear people call in, I've been listening to the show for, mm, I'd say, about 10 days now. I just call in. I don't even say a word. I listen. I listen to the different call-ins so that I can help Brother Shannon. And we were both up at the uh, men's conference at Pastor Theor's church where Wynne Worley taught. And uh, we saw some mighty deliverances. and And... I prayed with a man from England, and God restored a lot of his sight. But I wasn't praying for him for his sight to be restored. I was commanding an evil spirit out of him. And God blessed him. You know? And and when you read how the Apostle Paul, even when his handkerchiefs and the aprons went out, they healed. People that touched it were healed from disease, And evil spirits came out. So when I hear people saying they're getting attacked or they got issues, uh, the other day I ran over one of the brothers in our ministry. He had a, you got to walk in faith. He had a spirit of fever. Just like you said, you prayed over a little boy and, and God raised him right up. That happened to me at Christ Hospital in Jersey City 27 years ago. Someone came running to me and said, Pastor, and I wasn't even a pastor, but they addressed me that way please come to the hospital and pray for my aunt. She's in a coma. And I ran and I prayed, and the lady came out of the coma, and the guy got so excited. You know. But when we're serving God, I've also prayed over people in wheelchairs, and they didn't get up and walk. So, you know, it's God's ministry. That's the point I'm trying to make. And, and, yeah. and, and the way you should walk is just get up and praise God that he's allowing you to do anything for him. The gifts come when you're walking with God, because they're his. If Benny Hinn really had a healing ministry, the people would be all getting healed if it was a, a true ministry. If you read the, uh, the beginning of our Lord Jesus Christ's ministry, I'm going to do a teaching on it. Well, he went out, in the, He was in the wilderness. He was led by the Spirit of God. And when he came out after 40 days of fasting, he went everywhere healing and delivering people. God, and, and he did that to show the world that he was the Messiah. Even when he rose from the dead, he turned around and he addressed his disciples who had unbelief, and they were with him for three years. So, you know, I, I heard you on the phone, and now you're calling back, just like I heard this other sister that called up, her name's Pat, she didn't know I was on the phone, and the Lord told me to make sure I get a hold of her and pray for her for a half hour, an hour. And, you know, I think we need to address your uh, infirmity in your body.
3: Absolutely. Let's, uh, If you'd like us pray, we'd love, to, we'd love to be honored to do it.
2: Yes, I would. Thank okay. you. Okay.
0: What's your name?
2: Mine's Brenda.
0: Brenda. Okay. Praise the Lord. Father. We come together, the three of us, in Jesus Christ's name. We love you, Lord God. Father, your word says when two or more gather, you're in the midst of us. Father, we bind the strong man in each and every one of us right now. We bind the powers and principalities in the air above. And, Father, we ask you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to send in sufficient legions of angels to do battle for Brenda. Father, we just praise you and thank you right now. And specifically, Father, she's complaining about being attacked by an infirmity spirit. She's been trying to serve you and wanting to serve you with her whole heart, mind, and soul, Father. And you know her heart, Father. Yes. And we know the enemy doesn't want anyone serving you. And, Father, that everyone that comes to you, Father, to serve you always gets attacked. Because the enemy's got everybody else. And the ones they want to attack are those that are serving in your kingdom. So, Father, right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we bind that strong man in Brenda, and we ask you to send warring angels in right now. Bind up the spirit of infirmity. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we're commanding the spirit of infirmity to loose her in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, move. Come out of her now in Jesus Christ's name. Let's go. Loose our sister. Manifest and go. Manifest and go. Unclean spirit, what's your name? What are you doing in this body? She belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ. Look at the seal on her spirit. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Manifest and go. Manifest and go. Come out of her. <laughs> Come on, move. You know, demon, I'm talking to you. I have power and authority over you. I'm God's battle axe. With me, he destroys kingdoms, especially your kingdom. Now, loose her in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We cancel your assignment from our position in the third heaven as join heirs with Jesus Christ. Now, you come out of our sister right now in Jesus' name. Manifest. Father, we bind Jezebel right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We cancel all her assignments in Brenda right now, Father, in the name of Jesus Father, we bind Leviathan in the heavenlies right now, Father, from giving any orders. In Jesus' name, Father, we ask you to cut the silver cord between Leviathan and Jezebel right now, from proceeding with giving instructions to infirmity. We cancel their assignments to infirmity right now in Jesus' name. Now, looser, manifesting go, manifesting go. Manifest and go. Father, send in angels with swords and start cutting this spirit up. Spread it out like confetti over dry places, Father. We ask this in Jesus' name. No weapon formed against Brenda shall prosper. It is written, by no means, nothing shall harm us. Nothing can harm Brenda. Now come out of her infirmity. Destruction.
3: Loosen, let her go right now. (laughs)
0: Jesus name, come out of her.
3: Be weakened, come out.
0: Instruction. Father, we, we call upon the name of the Lord right now to deliver her from any unclean spirit that came into her in that hospital. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, manifest and go. Manifest and go.
3: Come out of her in Jesus' name.
0: Come on, looser. Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. Manifest and go in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. What's your name? What's your assignment? What, are you embarrassed, demon? You embarrassed to be talked to this way? We have power and authority over you. What is your name? I Answer
3: you the man of God, demon.
0: Name. What's your name? Satan, don't let the you Spirit talk.
3: confirm me. Come out.
0: What's your name?
3: All spirits of infirmity and I loose, and I'll let her go
0: right, right now in Jesus' name. Loose. Okay. I agree with my brother. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Infirmity, um, come out of her. What's your name?
2: I'm, I'm hearing, like, Christy. That doesn't make any sense, though. I don't, don't know Don't worry why. about it.
0: What are you hearing? Um, Speak it.
2: Christy. i <laughs> I don't no,
0: no, no. know. We bind you, Christy, right now in Jesus' name. Come forward and talk. Quit talking to our mind.
3: Most are human an spirits. Come up to the top. In Jesus' name. You foul know. wicked spirits.
0: We bind you. Come up. Human, tighten those chains right now. Father, have the angels tighten the chains and now put heating elements going on those chains.
2: To kill her. Jesus, you're what? I'm going to you kill her. You are not her. going to
3: kill her.
0: You're going to kill her. Hold on a second, she did that. Well, what ground do you have to kill her? What's the chink in the armor? How'd you come in? We bind you to the truth on Judgment Day. How did you come into her? She's what fearful. is yours? Excuse me?
1: She's fearful.
0: Fearful. We break the power of the spirit of fear over her. Right now, we lose power, love, and sound mind. Father, have the angels of the Lord tighten... Christy, up right now, Father, in Jesus' name, that spirit of murder, destruction, premature death. And, Father, we want that demon tied up in chains right now so we can go on to fear right now. Fear, we're talking to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ.
2: And I'll make her pass out.
0: You're not going to make her pass that. out. We lose power, might, and strength into her right now. We lose the same strength that the Father loosed into Samson when he tore down the towers and destroyed the Philistines. Feel the power we have in Jesus' name. You feel the power we have in Jesus' name. Demon, do we have power and authority over you? Answer the question. Yes. Excuse me? Say it a little louder. Yes. Yeah, we have power and authority over you. Will that answer stand at Judgment Day?
3: You answer the man of God, Demon.
0: Yes, okay, I bind you to that confession. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, come out of her fear. Let her go. Oh,
3: in the name of Jesus. Loosen, let her go right now. You're going to Tartarus tonight. Come on. (coughs) All the way out.
0: Come out, in Jesus' name. Glory to your name, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name, Lord Jesus. We praise you, Lord Jesus. We praise you. We give you glory, honor, and power. You are King of kings, Lord of lords. You are the deliverer. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Thank you for our sister. Thank you for the freedom she's receiving from you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Now, loose her. Father, send her out I of, of her, and you and
3: the spirits. Her
0: from the crown of her head to the tips of her toes Jesus right name. now, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Wash every atom and molecule in her body with that precious blood. Father, we loose healing angels right now to weakening, go in and repair what the name. canker worm. And the locust has eaten, Father, and stolen in Jesus' name. Move, Shoo. Sure.
3: Angels of God, go in there and strip their armor, weapons, and power in the name of Jesus Christ. Unloose an angel yamakura. to go into your lowest your point father. with the sword of the Lord and start thrusting these foul spirits up and out. Brenda, who's Brenda. in charge? Who we'll to talk to the next demon?
0: In your mind, agree with us, Brenda. In your mind, you don't speak, just let them go. Demons are breath. they got to come out. Shrivel up and die. Come on, move. You shrivel up and lose her right now in the name of the
3: Jesus, Jesus name.
0: We break the we break all the curses of Jezebelic and control and witchcraft in the family line and sorcery father. In Jesus' name. Looser. 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 Fear of dying, come out of her. Fear of dying, come out of her. Mm. Fear Cancer, of come dying, on, come out of her. I'm talking to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We have power and authority over your kingdom. We tread over serpents and scorpions. That's your kingdom. Now, looser. Here you go, demon. I fear and <laughs> defeated by the Lord Jesus Christ. Confess it. We bind you confess it demon
3: demons I pour the blood of Jesus Christ down your throats right now you confess I fear it the
2: Lord, Jesus
3: do you see Jesus standing next to you? look at the Son of God standing right next to her right now.
0: Where's he telling you to go? Where is he telling you to go? Lord Jesus out. Christ rebuke you. Out. out. Okay, you you have to obey. Now move.
3: Come out in the name of I Jesus. I
0: fear and defeated <laughs> by the Lord Jesus Christ. Confess it. I fear and defeated fear. by the Lord Jesus Christ.
2: Defeated by the Lord Jesus Christ.
0: And I have to leave Brenda.
2: And I have to leave Brenda. And never, oh, return.
0: And never, never return. return. And never return. never return.
2: And this confession.
0: And this confession.
2: And this confession.
0: Will stand up at judgment day.
2: stand up at judgment day.
0: Now look at Jesus and go where he's sending you. Move.
2: <coughs>
0: Move. Oh, loosen. Let her go now in Jesus' name. Come out. move angels of God smite it drag it out in Jesus name praise you Jesus praise you Lord praise Jesus thank you Father thank you Lord Jesus we bless your holy name right now Father praise you Father now we ask you to send the angels back in and bring us back that spirit of Christy that familiar spirit of Christy how would you get in tighten the chains angels tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter we bind you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's given us the keys of the kingdom. Whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever we loose on earth is loosed in heaven.
2: Over water? Over water? What is that? What is over water?
0: I'm talking to you, Christy, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ.
3: Be weakened in Jesus' name. Foul spirit.
0: What was the chink in the armor? How would you get in? How long have you been there
2: before answer she the was here before she was here
0: okay you're 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 in the you're in the family line yes when did you come into the family line who'd you come in through a father her father will that answer stand at judgment
1: <laughs>
0: what the Answer fuck? the question you're my prisoner Will that answer stand at judgment?
3: Answer the man of God, demon.
2: No.
0: No, okay, so when did you really come in? We find you to the truth. Who'd you come in through?
3: Angels of God, smite this foul spirit until it speaks.
2: Counterfeit lies. Counterfeit.
4: Counterfeit what? Counterfeit what? Answer the lies.
0: question. Lies. Lies. Counterfeit. I, I, I didn't understand that, Shannon.
3: Counterfeit and lies. What lie, demon, specifically?
0: False doctrine. False laying on of hands. False teaching. Answer the question.
2: All of it. All, All of, of it.
0: it. Yeah, where'd you it, come man. in at? What church?
3: Answer the man of God, demon. What church? Angels of God, start sorting the spirit. Sort it. In Jesus' name.
2: Chicana.
0: Excuse me?
2: Shekinah.
3: The Shekinah Church. Where is it located at? It's in
2: Bluntville. Bluntville. Bluntville.
3: Lockfield you where? are a wicked spirit. You answer the man of God.
2: Blountville, Blountville, Blountville. I hear something outside my house. This is Brenda. There's something. I hear something beating on the side of my house. Father, Father God, God, we, we, we the
0: angels sword. with swords of fire right now. Encamp that house right now. Cut off all reinforcements in the heavenlies. In Jesus' name.
2: And I've been scared of that church ever since I left it. They told me that I'd go to jail and everything else. I haven't spoken okay. of it were, to anybody where other than church? a Christian where, counselor. S-
5: sister, slow down. What were you?
2: <laughs> what do you mean? What was I? What kind of church was it?
0: Yeah. Where was it?
2: It's in Blountville, Tennessee, Blountville.
3: Okay, in Tennessee. What denomination okay. is it?
2: Non-denominational.
5: Okay, and what kind they of preaching is it? They told me when
2: I left. Charismatic, they told me when I left. Hey, all charismatic
0: that... witchcraft, come out of her right now in Jesus' name. Let's go. Loosen, let her go right now. Charismatic Define witchcraft, we find you right now. Come out of our sister.
3: Religious mind control, come out right now in Jesus' name.
0: Let's go, loosen.
3: Loosen, <laughs> let her go. All the torment you you've her her done her, Jesus's demons, name. seven feet right. back on your head in Jesus' name. Back
0: on your head, I agree with Shannon right now. Looser. Oh, we
3: cut any soul ties between her and that Shekinah church in the name of Jesus
0: Yeah, we break that soul tie right now from our position in the third heaven we cut sever it and we, are, we send in angels to erase everything that was taught and spoken to her in that church out of her mind right now angels go in and erase it we lose grace and peace into her right now in Jesus' name there is no condemnation in those that love Christ Jesus now let her go All guilt, all condemnation, come out of her in Jesus'
3: name. Let her go. Fear of retribution, come out in Jesus' name.
2: Thank you, Shannon.
3: (laughs) All wicked spirit. No, thank you, Jesus.
2: (coughs) Retribution. That's what. As I've been, I've been scared. I've been scared of it. It's okay, sister. Think of it. Okay, sister. Let's go. Let's continue
0: in prayer, Father. Now you got to repeat this.
2: I'm sorry, (coughs) Father. Father. Father God. I thank you. I thank you. I praise you. I praise you.
0: For your freedom tonight.
2: For your freedom tonight.
0: And I bless that church.
2: And I bless that church.
0: And I ask you to lose a spirit of adoption and truth into
2: it. And I ask you to lose a spirit of adoption and truth into it.
0: And Father, I pray that all the evil spirits that are operating there be bound.
2: Father, I pray that all the evil spirits that are operating there be bound in Jesus' name.
0: And that the angels of the Lord would continually pour the blood of Jesus on them until they flee the people.
2: And that the angels of the Lord would continually pour the blood of Jesus on them until they leave the people.
0: Thank you, Father.
2: Thank you, Father. Thank you, because Lord. Because your
0: word says, if two shall agree, it shall be done by you in heaven.
2: Yes, your word says, if two shall agree, it shall be done by you in heaven.
0: Thank you, Lord Jesus, for we shall <coughs> know the truth and the truth shall set us free. Yes, now, in infirmity, Lord. we're addressing you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Manifest. Manifest.
3: We're talking what are you, to you doing spirit to her? of infirmity.
0: What are you doing to her? Answer the question. You know who we are. We're servants of the Most High God.
2: Look at
3: our armor and <clears> our, <throat> our commission, <throat> demons.
0: Feel the power of God
3: sucking that's moving here. out of
2: her, sucking the out of her, sucking the
0: out of her. Our... Oh, oh, you are, huh? Who gave you that the Vampire aside? spirit gave you that assignment, demon?
3: Answer the man of God, demon.
0: Who gave you that assignment?
3: Be weakened right now,
2: in Jesus'
0: name. Excuse me? Beelzebub. Beelzebub. We cancel your assignment right now, infirmity, from Beelzebub. Now come out of her.
3: Lord of the flies, come out in the name of Jesus. You have Be to foul. answer Infirm. the
0: infirmity. Come out. Come out. Remember what I told you. One at a time. Let's get infirmity out. Then we'll attack the
3: Amen.
0: Infirmity, come out of her.
3: You vampire spirit of infirmity. Boots and let her go right now. Jesus' name.
0: I, infirmity, who have been sucking the blood out of her, am defeated by the Lord Jesus Christ. And I have to leave Brenda now. Confess it. Angels, choke this spirit down. Stick it with swords dipped in the blood of Jesus. Let it feel the power of the blood as it's pierced right (laughs) now. That's right. And this confession will stand at judgment day.
2: This confession will stand at judgment
0: day. Now come out of her now and go where Jesus Christ is sending you. Go.
2: Go right now.
3: In the name of Jesus, you come out.
0: Thank you, Father. Praise Jesus. Go, praise oh. Jesus! <laughs> Hallelujah! <laughs> Shannon, it's just a blessing to serve the Lord.
3: It is. Uh, there's, there's no greater sound than the the demons screaming as they're coming out in Jesus' name.
0: Music well, to my ears. You know, there's so many different ways the enemy comes out. Sometimes they curse <laughs> us out. Sometimes they bite us. Sometimes they it takes six of us to hold them down because they've got some strong demons in them. But greater is He that's in us than He that's in the world. And nope. Weapon formed against us shall prosper. And once you're walking in that faith, we don't have fear because fear is not from God. Sister, how you doing?
2: I'm okay. I'm sweating. My throat's kind of dry. Can I get something to drink?
0: Yeah, go ahead. Get something to drink, and then we'll we're gonna finish up. We're gonna talk one more tonight, uh, and then I want you to get your information over to Shannon. And we're gonna have people, brothers and sisters, that are in the ministries to follow up and pray with you until you're doing what we're doing. Amen?
3: Amen. Amen.
0: You know, you you need to attack this this enemy that we're attacking. You need to serve God in the ministry. It's not about walking around with the gift of healing. It's about serving Jesus Christ and letting the Holy Spirit do whatever he wants to do in whatever situation he has you in.
2: Yes, that's what I want to do. I just want to
0: serve him. You have to be useful to the master for any good work. Whether it's winning a soul, leading someone in the sinner's prayer, telling someone about Jesus, you know. There's only a few things that women cannot do in the body of Christ, and one is to teach and take authority over men. That's an area that is very clean in Scripture. And God's Word is not something that theology and women or anyone can change. His Word will stand forever. God is not a God that lies. He would not put anything of confusion in the Word of God. The only one that brings confusion to God's Word is the enemy.
2: Yeah, I know I'm not called to do any of that. Teach, preach, nothing like that.
0: I know, not, no, but that's what's it. going on in the church today. When you watch Joyce Meyer, you're taking in her demons.
2: I don't watch her anymore. The Lord told me. I
0: understand. I understand that. But there's (laughs) praise God for that. But you know, I had to say that because as a pastor, I'm very straight and forward. There's a lot of things women in the church are doing today that God is—he's like shaking his head at from heaven, and he's raising up men to put the house of God back in order. And
6: and and the,
0: the, the thing is, it's just like the Elijah spirit. Elijah had the power to bring down the fire. All the false prophets couldn't do anything. And that's the real test. When Moses threw his rod down, it swallowed up the magician's rod. Because, see, Satan does have power, but it's limited. Amen? Amen. Amen. Now we're going to, we're we're going to, one of the things I I told Shannon, and we agreed upon as brothers, is that people need to give their information, email it to them so we can follow up because in deliverance God just hit the surface with you tonight and it's like peeling an onion and you know, (laughs) as a woman you know, peeling an onion is a pain sometimes, it's layer by layer and sometimes God will do some wonderful things to us and we'll sit there and say wow, I've been delivered and then three months later there's more that's got to come out but right now, let's go after Bazilzabah Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we ask you to send yes. warring angels in with hooks to pull up the spirit of Beelzebub in Jesus Christ's name. Manifest. manifest. Angels
3: of God, go in there and grab Beelzebub by the wings and start plucking it out in the name of Jesus. We command yes, Lord, you to I manifest agree.
0: right now. We command you to philosophy. let our sister go. Come on, move.
2: I'm not going to the drop places.
0: Excuse me?
3: You'll go where we command you to go, Beelzebub. I be speak in the name of Jesus.
0: Hey, Beelzebub, you're busy laughing. Answer this question Do we have power and authority over you? <laughs> Do we have power and authority over you? Answer it. An- find you answer the Pentagon. Kind of Beelzebub. Can you see the rod that the Father has given me? <laughs> Who am I? Yes. Who is Shannon?
2: Answer the question. Servants of the Most High. Yeah. So that
0: means we have power and authority over you, don't we? Yes. And come out of her in Jesus' name. Move. Come out. Go to where Jesus Christ would send you. Go to where
2: come. Jesus
3: sends you. Send
0: you. You can laugh all the way to hell. <laughs> Get moving.
3: Angels of God, smite Bill's and take it to hell in Jesus' name.
0: Take it to where Jesus Christ would send it. Let's go, move, go. Come on, looser, <laughs> looser,
3: looser, and let her go.
0: Praise you, Jesus.
3: Thank you Jesus.
0: you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Hallelujah. Jesus. <coughs> Thank you, Father. Praise your Jesus. Your dogs
2: are barking crazy.
0: What your dogs? <laughs>
2: yeah, outside.
0: I got nine of them on my property.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, my neighbors next door they have three, and I have two, and you know.
0: <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. How you feeling now? Bet you're a lot lighter.
2: <laughs> I do feel lighter.
0: Yeah, of course you oh, feel lighter. You just got rid of some critters, man. <laughs> now, Father, we pray that you would fill those void areas with your Holy yes. Spirit. Father, that we we would pray for our sister to have the mind of Christ, the Spirit of the Lord, the fear of the Lord, wisdom, knowledge, understanding, Father, grace, peace, love, agape love. Father, we lose mm-hmm. a meek, quiet spirit, and we pray that our sister would become a Proverbs 31 sister, Father, and that she would be a gem in your kingdom and a light to all those that she talks to, Father. Father, let her impart your voice. Let her speak the gospel. Let her witness in gentleness and witness in love, Father. And let your light shine from within her, Father. We pray this in Jesus' name. Father, we also pray that every unclean spirit that's left in this temple right now, that's running for cover, that you would send the angels to the Lord in with hooks and start hooking them right now and then putting them in boxes, sealing them with the blood, having two angels, one on each ear, reading to them about their destination with their master to the lake of fire and marinate them, Father, until the Lord Jesus Christ sends them to where he wants them to go. We praise you and thank you for our sister tonight, for her freedom tonight, and we bless your holy name, Lord Jesus. Amen.
3: Sister, so what anyway, we want to do is uh, email me at uh, shannon at omegamanradio.com. That's S-H-A-N-N-O-N. Again, shannon at omegamanradio.com, and send me your name, address, and phone number, and then I'm going to uh, pass it over to, to Brother Charlie. He's going to put you in the network.
2: Okay, I'll do that.
0: Because you you, you want to serve God, so anyone in your area, any sisters right away, anyone calling in ever, you can become part of a prayer team with them. And if you send your email in to us, we'll put you on the prayer team, and you'll be able to start really praying for people on a level that's wonderful because you're going to hear the testimonies. And then when we have women, you can do three-way calls and conferences like we're doing with you right now. Yes. And you can help set people free right over the phone. I love you just it. Got, listen, you just got some freedom from the Lord over the phone, didn't you?
2: Yes, I did. I feel it. I feel different. I, you like feel different, I feel, is right. Because I feel younger.
0: That's right. And I bet your face looks younger, too, right now. And I bet there's, I a, lot hope so. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff. Listen, Brenda, there's a lot more stuff God's going to do for you. Trust me. Amen. You are it's beginning to rain as Pastor Worley would sing. And <laughs> and and it begins to rain from the Father. And that's the latter rain that's coming down on the church. Yes,
2: he's so and good. You, are, oh, you are
0: you are part of the body of Christ. You are a believer and you don't have to join any so called church on earth. You are part of his kingdom. Okay? Because he loved you so much, he showed you tonight that he is God. Amen?
2: Amen. He is my covering. <laughs>
0: Amen. 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 You know, and, and you know, what we're trying to establish here in the United States is we're trying to get believers that have been through all kinds of stuff that want to serve God. God already knows your heart. He brought you to the radio station. And as servants... All we're doing is praying for you and he's cleaning you up. And and as, as Marcus Haggart wrote many, many years ago, we were born to serve the Lord. And that's the problem in Christianity. There's a lot of serving of self in the American churches today. They don't even they don't even have a clue about the kingdom of God. You know, the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power, dunamis. And that power is the power to heal the sick and to set people free. See, deliverance is a miracle ministry, and God wants you to be part of it. And that's all I can tell you at this point. God bless you. Send the information God bless you, sister. Brother Shannon, and we will follow up on you. You will get a phone call from somebody, one of us or someone in the fellowship, saying hello and making sure you're doing okay. And if you need more prayer, it will continue on. You know, and if you can't get Uh any of us, you can always jump on the websites. My website that the Lord has set up in our ministry is www.theministryofsalvation.org. And you go to that website. There's we got some free books you can download. There's there's a lot of information. But what we do here is we send DVDs and CDs out for free you know, to get people started in the deliverance
2: ministry. Okay. I got your website pulled up right now. I typed it in real quick and hey. um I'm going to check the website out and I'm gonna shoot out an email to um, Shannon's email address.
0: Amen. Amen. Hey uh, everyone Sh- calling in. God bless you.
2: God bless you all thank
3: you. Uh we've got time I think for one more call. Charlie, um Let's go to area code 414.
0: Praise four the Lord is four. grace and mercy, Shannon. Amen. How, how, how good is our God?
3: God is a good God, brother.
0: Amen. All the time.
3: Amen. And caller 414 area code, you're on the air.
1: Hi, Shannon. Hi, Pastor Charles. This hey, is how are you doing tonight? Hey, David. I'm doing not too badly. I went to called assembly this last weekend and got some good prayer for my diagnosis of bipolar. Amen. And Yeah, and since then, um, I've been getting deliverance from schizophrenia demons, and uh, my discernment tells me that I have legions of schizophrenia demons that came in at the suicide of my biological father when I was six months old. He had been hospitalized for schizophrenia. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, have you read Pigs in the Parlor?
1: Pigs in the Parlor, no. Okay.
0: Okay. Is oh, that a winn
1: book?
0: That's No, it's a Frank Hammond book. And I, I am very familiar. God's been using me over the years and my wife. And we've had people with schizophrenia and bipolar. It's taken a while, brother, but they've been set free.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: They're not on any medication. They got no more demons talking out of them. And it took a while, but, you know, God is faithful. And Frank Hammond, in his book, he stated that the most... The most awesome deliverance for a minister is to see someone with schizophrenia set free. Wow. And I'm gonna tell you, you're sitting under a brother that I love dearly. If you go to call out, you keep going to call out because brother yeah. James Brother James is a man of God. He has command of the word of God. He's been a pastor longer than me.
4: Yeah, he's excellent. and,
0: and he is just he's just a a wonderful brother. And he loves to take the enemy out. He loves yeah. to serve the Lord. I've been on the rug with him at Hegwish many times over the last six years praying with people. And God has given me a deep love for that man because, you know, I didn't know him when I met him six years ago. And I just came back to the Hegwish Fellowship because God told me to go back there uh-huh. and fellowship with Pastor Theodore. And i got to tell you, I got a brotherly love affair going with James Mowley. super yeah he he preached a really good message tonight,
1: yes, unfortunately, I worked till uh, about eight fifteen eight thirty and mm. uh I miss most of it, so I'll have to go back okay. and look, do it tomorrow
0: i i'll I'll share something. you want some prayer tonight
1: uh, yes, but could you tell me the name of that book again by Frank Hannon, pigs in...
0: Uh, pig, pigs in the parlor
1: pigs in the parlor
0: right and if you want, you leave your email address. Send me over an email with your address and stuff, and I'll forward you a copy.
1: Oh, wow!
0: That'll Thank help you. you. Well, sure. we have a, we have a very strong ministry over here on the East Coast, and people that are getting free are just donating. And
1: uh-huh. we, what
0: we do with the money is, I preach for free.
1: Uh-huh. I'm a
0: pastor that doesn't take a salary. Wow! So what what we do is we give. Bibles out to people and mm-hmm. we give good deliverance material out to people for free. People mm-hmm. that are sincere about getting free, you know, because the word of God says freely you receive, freely you give. And, and and what we do is we try to educate people and some brothers that were in deliverance that went home to be with the Lord, like Pastor Worley, Frank Hammond, they and they've written some really good stuff that it would take us years to know what God had showed them in their experiences. And, and the Bible says when you find an older brother, go wear his footsteps out. Stay with him and learn all you can. Uh-huh. And when I came to the Lord back in 1985, he told me to read books, notes, find them, read them all, and, and that I would learn from the experience of all the other brothers that were in deliverance. And i got to tell you, my wife and me used that book to help a little twenty four year old girl get free wow. and the cap the the whole end of it was and i'm you know I'm boasting in the Lord, I fasted uh-huh. for a t- i fasted twenty one days wow without food, wow, and she got major deliverance super you know, and I have other brothers that have been delivered from schizophrenia around the country, and one brother he was so chagrined with it. He just went out in the woods and fasted for 14 days. Wow. And, 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 and he did another fast for 30 and got freedom. Uh huh. And there's a book called oh, Delivered from Schizophrenia by a guy in England. I got uh-huh. it on my bookshelf. I'll get you the information when you send us an email. But okay. I will do that for you because you know what? If you took the time to go over to my brother James's church. Because I love James, then we'll bless you with the book.
3: Wow! So, thank you.
0: you Is you'll it an have e-book?
3: Give out your uh, email address, Charlie. Uh, uh, Charles,
0: Charles, Charles J Costello at Hotmail.com
3: dot Charles
0: J Costello
1: J Costello spell Costello, Charlie. I got it.
0: at Hotmail.com Just put your your address. You know, there's been brothers. Did you meet Eric? Did you go on Tuesday night over to Pastor Mobley's?
1: I work on Tuesday nights. I went. Oh, okay.
0: But I Brother Eric Sunday. is party. Between James and myself, we were ministering to Eric for six years. I used to pray with him two to three times a week, years ago, on the phone. Wow. And it's a godly soul tie God put together at Hegwish with uh-huh. me and Eric. And James is his pastor, but me and James, were both praying deliverance on round-the-clock schedule with him. He's a different man today. Wow. You know, and and, and when we saw him at that men's conference a couple of weeks ago, people that came from the East Coast with me to go to the conference, they remember him six years ago when I first started praying with him, Mm -hmm. and he is a whole different person now. Uh Uh-huh. So never give up. That's what I'm telling you. Sounds good. God's going to free you. Are you on medication?
1: Uh, yes, I'm on reduced medication from what I started out with. Uh, Praise
0: God. I just we've learned that. Yeah, you got to cut it down. And as you're going to deliverance, you'll see that you won't need the medication. It'll keep going down because what happens is the demons won't come out if you're you're making the medication your God. Because remember, yeah. the Word of God says, I am the God that healeth thee. Okay? Yeah. There is no healing in psychiatric medication.
1: Right. Even the right, psychiatrist says that. Yeah, I agree. You know,
0: I I have, I make people that are on psychiatry, and they sign waivers here at our ministry, stating that they have gotten no help from the doctors, the medication. They want to they want to surrender to Jesus Christ and the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wow. Because we we get them to cut their meds back, and yeah. we just had a testimony recently. Of a sister in the Lord, she cut her meds back. She came here for two months with her husband. When mm-hmm. she was on her meds, nothing spoke out of her. When she cut the meds in half and I started interrogating her demons went off. Wow, and she's free. Well, I was, she was all... on meds for she was on meds for nine years she's free
1: well, wow, I've been on for thirty. I was off for a month, but I got scared when I had a sleepless night, and I
0: started... Uh, that's just the enemy again. with the sleepless night. What do you want, Ambien? Seroquel? What do they Seroquel.
1: Got Seroquel, yes. Depakote, and FXR.
0: Yeah, no good, brother. Yeah. No good.
4: Well, you I've got a
1: doctor now who, um, when I called them to make an appointment, thought that I was yeah. off medication. I haven't told them that I went back on. Uh, but I have an appointment with this new guy who I actually saw maybe thirty some years ago.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I'm going to see him in the middle of March or a little okay. past the mid March point. And, okay. uh, you're
0: obviously you're on the right road if you're going over by Pastor James. Because see what we're doing with the uh, the radio show, Brother Shannon is hosting and it's his his call on this. But he brought me aboard recently and. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm here to help them and serve the Lord. And as a pastor, I have a I have an in look, an inside look a little different than some of the other brothers that are on the radio station. But we're all serving Jesus Christ. We're all in deliverance. Yes. And as Jesus told His disciples, not everybody's doing it the way we're doing it, Master. And so some yeah. of us have a little different niche in attacking the enemy. And you know. It works and whatever works works uh-huh. and I, you know like I said there's nobody bad in deliverance except the ones that are not doing it the way the Lord Jesus Christ directed traffic in it
1: yeah. you know we
0: we attribute the glory to God our our fellowship here does a lot of prayer and fasting and I preach it I teach it and uh, the quickest way to get off drugs is to start praying and fasting okay and because you're, you're denying the flesh, that chemical. And, and the thing that's craving the chemical is not your body, it's a demon in you that's uh-huh. tricking you and deceiving you. And what happens when you're on these chemicals, it blocks you from serving God. Mm-hmm. And that's the purpose of the chemicals. The demons don't care that you're saved. They don't want you leading other people to Christ.
1: Yeah. Well, I haven't been able to do that. I've been praying for a lot of people at work, but... Nobody is getting saved.
0: Uh just keep binding and loosing. You got warfare prayers?
1: Yes, I have with Worley's uh, warfare prayers book right. and uh hmm. several others Pastor John Gogan uh recommended. Uh and surprise
0: uh, John they didn't recommend Pigs in the Poller. Because Pigs in the Poller gives you the whole vision. Or oh, do you got the red deliverance book? Yes. Gene Moody's.
1: Oh, Gene Moody's? No.
0: Okay. Uh, I you know what, I'll just like I said, I'll post you out, pigs in the parlor. Thank It'd be you. my pleasure to help a brother that's going to my brother James's church.
3: Thank Amen. You. Amen. 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 Brother James is a good brother. Yes. And if uh you're in the Chicago area, we we recommend you go over and be with them in service there. Well, David, we've got about thirteen minutes remaining. Would you like uh Pastor Costello to pray with you tonight? Oh uh,
0: sure. Okay, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we bind the strong man in each and every one of us tonight, again, for your glory. Yes. Father, we're attacking the strong man right now. Bind them up real good in our brother. And, and Father, in Jesus' name, I ask you to attack Schizoid right now uh. in Jesus' name. Come on, Schizoid, manifest. Wow. Come on. Manifest. Schizoid, we're talking to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, send an angel and break the web of fear on his mind about, oh wait, about giving up the meds and dropping the medication, Father, that the insomnia, we're attacking you right now, front and center, front and center, insomnia, I'm talking to you. Right now, I cancel your assignment from our position in the third heaven as join heirs with Jesus Christ. You are no longer allowed to operate in that temple. We cut and sever the strong man's commands to you. We, we, we command deaf ears on you and mute speaking to you from the strong man right now in Jesus' name. Insomnia, I'm talking to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lose them. We bind you. We bind you. I mean, we can. the angels go get in tighten those chains Insomnia. on them right now. Lose fire burning and destruction upon insomnia's head. Insomniac. Let him be feel weakened. the pain that he's been causing our brother right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' Fest, name. Loose services. him and Insomnia. let him go. Blew. Come on. Insomnia, loose him. Come out of here in him in Jesus' name.
3: We smite you with the blood of, of Jesus. Fear of not come sleeping.
0: Of Fear of not sleeping. Come out of him. All you deceiving spirits Blew. that are operating in his mind. Mind control, we bind you right now. Pharmakia, we bind you. Sorcery, we bind you. Witchcraft, we bind you. We break all the curses coming down the family line on mental illness, Father, in Jesus' name. Going back a hundred generations, both sides of the family, Father, in Jesus' name. Come on, loose them. Loose them. Father, we command civil war in this temple, Father, that you would have the enemy. The same confusion that was loosed upon the Midianites... Loose upon these demons right now. Have them attack each other, Father. Go ahead, Shannon.
3: We reprogram you demons. We command you to attack your strongmen right now. Throw them out in the name of Jesus Christ. You foul wicked spirits, be weakened in the name of Jesus. Father God, and loose warrior angels to go down right now and strip all their armor, weapons, and power and shade these demons bald in Jesus' name.
0: Yes, Lord.
3: You foul, wicked spirits. We pour the blood of Jesus down your throat. Come out right now, insomnia.
0: In the name of Jesus. Come on, insomnia. Luke's and let him go. Insomnia. We break
3: all the witchcraft off of him that's coming in through his dream sleep and is not allowing him to sleep. Come out of him right now in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Angels of God, start sorting these spirits. Sort insomnia. Hook it by the jaw and bring it up to the surface.
0: Yes, Father. We command you to manifest pull. insomnia. Hook him and pull. Hook him and pull. Hook him and pull. Hook him and pull. No rest for the wicked. Hook him and pull. Come out of him in Jesus' name. Father, isolate insomnia. Cut off all the power lines coming into him so he can't get any strength from any other demons right now, Father. Pull down all the walls, all the armor, all the towers. Smash the cities. Brand his forehead with Jesus Christ his Lord and Savior so all of Satan's kingdom can see that he's a traitor right now. And have them attack him. Come on, insomnia. Attack him with swords. Cut him up. Cut him up. Cut him up. Everyone attack him right now in Jesus' name. Come on. Keep attacking him. No rest for the wicked. Kick him out. All you little imps, kick him out. Kick, kick him out, out
3: in the name of Jesus.
0: Come on. Kick Father him out. Father God,
3: I ask you would fragment the mind and soul of insomnia right now. And we lose the yes, spirit Father. of Babylon to you, demons. We forbid you to communicate with one another. We cut off any reinforcements or connectors with any other spirits outside of him in Jesus' name. Insomnia, we command you to come up and out.
0: Jesus' name, come on, loosen them and let them go. What's your ground, Insomnia? Manifest. Speak. Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. I know what your ground is, Insomnia, but Speak.
3: Loose uh, his tongue mind, right now, Insomnia. Uh, just my
1: mind, sex. What? I'm hearing sex in my mind.
0: Yeah? Come on, Insomnia. Quit speaking to his <clears throat> mind, you coward. You come up and speak to us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We bind you to the truth on Judgment Day. You speak to us right now in Jesus' name. We command it in the name That's of the, the Lord man Jesus of God. Christ. Now answer me. What's your name?
3: Answer him, Insomnia.
0: What's your your name? What's your assignment? What are you doing in our brother?
3: How did you come in, Insomnia? Do you have a legal right to be there, Insomnia? Declare it now, or you're coming out?
5: Answer the question.
0: This unclean spirit that sets sex into his mind. Identify yourself.
3: What do, you right now, do? Demon.
0: what do you make him do, sex? What do you make him do? Would Jesus Christ rebuke you.
1: Again, in You're my mind, it said masturbate, but I don't masturbate anymore.
0: Well, anymore. Have you ever confessed the sin of masturbation? Yes. Okay. Okay, lying spirit, deception. Come on. We bind you to manifest.
3: Come out. Loosen, let them go right the now. The
0: eyes. Come on.
3: Masturbation. What, come out of there in Jesus' what's,
0: name. What's your assignment? Yeah, keep attacking masturbation right now.
3: You foul sexual spirits of lust, shame, and masturbation. Come out of him right now in Jesus' name. Come yeah, on, loose move. And let him go right now. Move. I agree. Move. He doesn't want you in there, you must come out right now.
0: Uh, you have sexual dreams, brother?
3: Uh not usually. I have dreams
1: um about being uh naked,
0: but uh not Say okay, all way. lewd, lascivious behavior. Come out of him right now in Jesus' name. Loose him, let him go. Let's go. Evil come memory out. recall, let's go. Come out. Spirit wife, loose him in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ.
3: Come out of in him. In the name
0: of the Lord Jesus Christ, come out of him.
3: Asmodeus, incubus, and succubus, come out of Jesus' name. All you
0: demons that are playing with him when he when he dreams... Come out of his mind right now in Jesus' name. Sexual
3: fantasy. Out come out of him right now.
0: In Jesus' name. In the name, the Jesus in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. My next question, brother. Are you are you doing any fasting?
1: I haven't been. I've been afraid to fast because of being on the medication, um, but I don't really know if it uh, affects it or not. Uh, Shannon, at one point, uh, suggested the uh, Daniel fast, the vegetables, and for the most part, I mean, I just eat. Oh,
0: well, I'm not a Daniel fast being. fan. I I it's <laughs> yeah. fasting, real fasting. Yeah. Okay? Okay. okay. I don't know. I, you know, I, I don't wanna uh spend a lot of time on this tonight because you're going sure. by Brother James sure. and we only have a few minutes, but sure. I would carry the conversation on with you. I'm gonna uh I think okay. I might have a booklet left in my book room on fasting. Okay. But you, I'll send that with pigs in the parlor.
1: Oh. Okay. You
0: need to you need to get aggressive with your deliverance. Schizophrenia is real, and it's demonic, and, you know, I don't know much about you. I need to know a little more so I can pray for you. And, okay. like, you said something about your father. What's, what's the thing with your father? What was wrong with your father now?
3: Oh, uh, He had schizophrenia and when I was six okay, months Okay, so it's, it's in the family line. Head
0: okay. off.
3: Gentlemen, we've got three minutes remaining, so, David, what I would like you to do is email me with your name, address, and phone number, and I'm going to pass it on to Pastor Charlie. okay. And his yeah, group going to follow same, back up with you.
0: Yeah, we're all on the same team, Brother yes. James. We're all the same. We were talking with James tonight.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, email me at uh, shannon at Um We've got about two minutes remaining, Charlie, before it kicks us off there. Do you want to go ahead and cage these things up?
0: Yeah, Father, we, we ask you to send in angels right now, and cage every one of these evil spirits that are operating under the schizophrenia label that you shared with Ida Mae in that vision, Father. And we ask you that the angels of the Lord would bind them up in chains, pour the blood of Jesus continually over them, marinate them, Father, seal those boxes in the blood, and have the angels read them scripture day and night of where Jesus Christ is sending them their destination, and their master's destination to the lake of fire. Keep reminding them every second of the day, Father, we ask this in Jesus' name. And they cannot harm him or cause any disturbance as he continues to downsize off pharmacia and all that medication, Father. And we put a hedge of protection around him and no withdrawal systems. Find that up in Jesus' name. Amen.
3: Amen. God bless you, David, for calling in. God
0: bless you. Thank you. Charlie,
3: give out your contact information in the minute remaining. Go ahead, Charlie, and give out your contact information, please.
0: Uh, Just go to www.theministryofsalvation.org, and I'll give you my email so you can email me, too, and I can share some stuff with you. Charles J. Costello at com, and that's Costello, C-O-S-T-E-L-L-O. Just jot down how you met me and, you know, your full name. I don't need anything more. And if you send me the address, it'll get out of here right away. By Friday, I'll post that in the mail.
3: Praise God, Charlie. Uh, and you'll have uh,
0: it by Tuesday.
3: God bless you for coming on, folks. I'll put it in the show notes. Thank you, everybody. And it's about to God kick us you, off. So, Shannon,
0: I'll talk to you mm-hmm. manana uh, when I get done with where I'm going. God bless you all.
1: Thank you for listening to Omega Man Radio.